Action. Hello and welcome to episode 56 of The Average Critics, joined today by Obi and Chris. How are you guys doing? Yeah, I'm alright, thanks mate. Yeah? Not too bad. We're in, what, the sixth week of glorious sunshine, and I don't remember what rain looks like. And <laughs> we'll revisit this in like a month's time when it's going to be absolutely shitting it down. Sorry, I'm going to be here, Obes. Was it a month's time? Month. End of August? Yeah, yeah. Nah, you're going to America in September. Oh, ten more travel plans to the world, mate. Oh yes. Um. So. Paparazzi gonna come and get us now, mate. I know exactly where we're going. So Comic Con's going on. Um, the San Diego one. Uh, is that like the main one or? Yeah, that's, the main main one. One, yeah. that's the main one. Um, and there's been a few trailers. Uh, some news it's actually coming really out. Hard to, like, if it's anything like New York Comic Con, it's fucking well hard to go and see trailers and stuff. Mm. Oh really? Yeah. So when we and me and Obi went, because they're packed up. Yeah. So like, you, you got to get there early, don't you? And yeah. get in the queues and. There's like a in the San Diego one. There's like a thick place called Hall H. I think it's called where literally like all like the big ones are at. So I think people try to get there like well early, like to try and and obviously if you go there and you think if you think oh yeah we have to get here early so we can watch this trailer you're probably going to miss a whole load of other stuff going in other places so you kind of have to do like a sacrifice sort of thing can you I wonder if you can go recording these things I assume you can Um, I don't know I don't know I think they would tell you beforehand if you can't I think some places, someone, I imagine some you can some you can't they hit divide and conquer well wasn't it last year when they leaked Infinity War footage like someone had illegally recorded yeah yeah. it was going to come out a few weeks later anyway wasn't it but Someone would have spoiled it from after seeing it, wouldn't they? Mm. Yeah, but I'm sure they must have to sign like NDAs or. Probably. I, I don't know. We we didn't. No. Yeah, but there sort of... there weren't any specifically what I can remember that was like no recording. So I'm thinking True. for the ones I imagine for the big ones. You know what I mean for like Avengers Infinity yeah. War and stuff like so that. We never managed to see the Walking Dead one, did we? Yeah. Uh, we saw Twenty Four. That might be it actually. I think oh, we saw another one, but I can't. Remember. I only remember the 24 one, which I actually quite enjoyed at the time. Not that I finished the, the, that season, <laughs> but I enjoyed it at the time. What was it for? Well, let's go a few, few, through a few of the trailers. Um, I don't know if all of these actually dropped at Comic-Con, but they've all definitely been released in the last week or so. Yeah. Um, a lot of DC. A lot of DC. Both TV Finally. and, and you know cinematically. What, it actually, like, I've watched them all. Yeah. And if they're anything like the trailers, Bard's Titans, because I don't rate that. Um, it's giving me hope for DC a little bit, I'm not going to lie. Really? Okay, so let's go through them. You said Titans, so this is Titans, a live action, which will I mean, premiere right. on DC's own streaming service, which yeah. is called DC Universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's unpick that first, right? I don't know why you're so bothered about that one. <laughs> so their film universe <laughs> is called the DC Extended Universe, and their streaming service... DC Cinematic be- Extended Universe. DC, it's DCEU, isn't it? So it's DC, yeah, so DCEU. It's not DCCEU, it's oh, DCEU. It? It's the DC Extended Universe. Oh, well, same thing. Right, so there's nothing about that which says it's cinematic. And now they've got their streaming service, which is called DC Universe. So, surely Extended Universe implies... What do you, what do you want it to be called? Have, I just, why don't they just call it... The, DC. DC, I don't... I why do you care? I don't understand why you care. I don't because think this, they're like I don't think this is a big deal. cannibalizing and bastardizing their own like names. I of really things. don't think this is a big deal. I'm not going to lie. DC streaming. Yeah, I feel like I'm like overreacting. I mean, DC streaming would have been the basic easy route to go, but they decided to be DC universe. Yeah, fine. no, yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah, completely fine. I think I'm overreacting. Amazon Prime Video they called it, and Netflix was Netflix. Well, that's fine, but yeah. they don't already have Hulu. Why Hulu? 
No, but I'm just saying because they've already got the DCEU and now it just well, I think, like, I think, confuses me. Well, maybe well yeah, that, it's, it's technically in the wrong order if you're going to do it, if you're gonna do it the, the way you're saying it. One of them should be DC... I mean, surely Titans you. should be part of the DC Extended Universe, right? Not necessarily because you've got like loads of stuff. I think there's quite a bit of Marvel stuff that's not technically part of, you know... And also, yeah, but that's why it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? And then we've got the Marvel Netflix Universe. That's not official, though. That's not an official thing. Marvel Netflix Universe. That's not official. Well, whatever, man. It's just Although, Netflix. That's just Netflix. Actually, there's something I want to touch on later oh. when we talk about Cloak and oh, Dagger. Oh, penis. Wow. Um, <laughs> when we talk about Cloak and Dagger, which I'll probably forget at the t- by the time we get to it. Oh, but, I think um, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about Titans, then. So this is the live-action premiere on DC Universe. Um, flagship show. Yes, so what is Titans? You guys are, are much more up on DC than I am. For this one, are they yeah. young superheroes? or Well, I think well, the first I heard of Titans is Teen Titans, which is basically like the basically the members of the Justice League. They're like sidekicks, basically. Okay. So it was Teen Titans, and I think it eventually evolves into just Titans because obviously they become like adults, they become superheroes in their own right, that sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Titans. Um, as far as I can see, it is uh, Dick Grayson, Raven, Starfire, Beast Boy. No? I don't know who it was with. Um, and Dick Grayson is Robin, or yeah. an incarnation yeah. of Robin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He was Batman's first uh, Robin, I believe. Right. Um, and yeah, in the trailer, it seems like he's got, got a little bit of animosity towards Batman. Yeah, he says, <laughs> he seems, and I quote, fuck Batman. Yeah. It almost seems like Jason Todd-ish. Ish. Yeah. Okay, so what's the difference between Jason Todd and Jason Dick Grayson? Jason Todd, for anyone who hasn't read the comics and wants to mute now, Jason Todd, I believe, gets killed by the Joker. Mm. And then, chosen by the fans, the fans got the option to kill him or to let him live. Uh, and then he later came back as Jason Todd, who is a... Red Hood, you mean? Yeah, so he came back as Red Hood, sorry. And he is a hero, but a hero who kills. Mm. So he will go and kill villains... And he's still part of the Bat family, technically, but... I think he's it, angry at Batman because he thinks that Batman basically let him die. Yeah, and okay. every time Batman... Batman has ample opportunity to kill the Joker and chooses not to, because mm. he says, if we do, just as bad as him. And mm. probably, Although, yeah. the Ben Affleck Batman doesn't seem to give a shit about killing people. Uh, I think that's... Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to have a solo bloody Joker film as well, so I don't oh, know Yeah, that's it. ridiculous in itself. But, um, that's, that's the only... Uh, that's the thing I like. Well, you I didn't like to fuck Batman. Though. I didn't like I it. I thought it was funny. I don't know. I, I don't liked know. it. I was Well, they're definitely... I know, so I'm not saying it wasn't funny. I just... Uh, they're definitely setting mm, their... Um, dark tone. Setting the tone. Yeah. Like, there was violent, like bloody violence. It was one of their things was like, it's going to be like... See, R-rated. I, I don't mind the bloody violence. It's, that's realism. That's realism what would happen. Like, yeah. but, Is swearing not realism? Yeah, I'm not saying that. Oh, right. I just, I, I, in my vision, and this is coming from someone who hasn't read that many comics, and I've read a few, and I've never seen Jason Todd have so much animosity, is that the right word, towards yeah. Batman? Yeah, but then this is Dick Grayson. Sorry, Dick Grayson, sorry, having so much animosity towards Batman. Batman's essentially put him on the right path to, to go and get revenge, or not revenge in the sense of killing someone, but revenge and getting justice for his family getting killed at the circus. Mm. Right. So Batman put him on the right path. Unless, of course, in this storyline we've got him, he's got the opportunity to get them and Batman somehow stops him. I don't know. It might just be a thing where, because um, well, from what I've gathered from all the films I've watched of Batman in it, he doesn't seem to be a very affectionate guy. So it yeah. might just be a thing where maybe um, Dick Grayson 
Foyt thinks that he's be basically just being used as a weapon rather than true like, rather than this guy's like taking me into his family mm. maybe just, this just guy's just turned me into like a his own sort of plaything tool yeah but also it could be the fact that he's just actually just saying like when someone says Batman should be he's been like, like, he'd be like fuck yeah. my man <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do I'm it here, don't yeah. worry yeah, yeah. So, so yeah he's not I think I know he hasn't developed into Nightwing I yet I think he is Nightwing no, okay. yeah because I've, I've seen pictures of him in the Robin suit I but think not he, the, he's like kind of in his transitions yeah right? I think he's like pushing it away mm. and also I wasn't sure how I felt about Starfire. There are sorry. Yeah, you, yeah go, go, go. There are a lot of people who are not happy that no, Starfire is black. I don't even. No, oh, I don't, really. There are a lot of she, people. So she, she in the comic, she's an alien and she's oh. she's orange with green oh, eyes and red hair, I yeah. believe. And they haven't. They she she is black in this series, yeah, yeah. isn't she? She's yeah. not orange or anything. Yeah. I don't really care about that. No. I, just, I just think the animation... A regular person would care. Yeah, I just think the animation just looks shit. On oh, the wig. Yeah, yeah, I just think the animation looks crap. So, I hope she does it justice. I hope it's not like another Inhumans mm, where yeah. all the animation and costumes just look yeah. dodgy as shit. Well, if there are any orange-skinned, green-eyed aliens who have lost out on an acting opportunity that's the argument isn't it then yeah. get you know like, people be like, get oh, then touch. get in touch that's otherwise shut the fuck up this is it like, people are like, like, oh, like she black Scarlett Johansson yeah. has been cast as an Asian woman and as a transgender and she is neither of those didn't she drop out the transgender? she has yeah. since yeah. dropped out of that and there are loads of like loads of times yeah. where white actors or are cast in roles yeah. that should go to Asians or Indian yeah. people. Do you, know, do you, remember, that, do you remember that Egypt film? That um, Gods of Egypt. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was also, white. like, isn't the trailer for Aladdin that they like brown, brown face people? Man, and... The Wall of, Great Wall of China or something. Yeah, Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> yeah. And, and you've got, you're you're having a go at a black woman who's portraying an alien. Yeah, yeah. What about Gamora? Like, yeah, I'm mad. Sort of, you I'm know. mad. It's mad. But I'm, I mean, I don't remember back then, but I'm sure. She would have got probably a little bit of animosity. People are just racist sometimes. Yeah. That's the unfortunate reality of life. And good for her for stepping up and just carrying on with the position. I mm. hope she does a good job, but I'm a bit skeptical about this whole series in general. Beast Boy, I think his his the actor behind him really encapsulates Beast Boy. But again, that's a, it's a bit of a hard one to really act as. I think because. You're gonna have all this animation around him, yeah. aren't you? So I don't know if they're gonna do it. If they're gonna, because he's his Beast Boy's power is that he can change into like, animals and shit. Okay. So like, I don't know if they're gonna do it where they're actually gonna physically use an animation of animals, or if they're gonna do it like you know, like Vixen in, Vixen, Ar- in yeah. Arrow, where they kind of just do like a little. It's you could you, you kind of see. I'm trying to make I'm trying to. It's make. like a silhouette, like. As, uh, like a uh, hologram. Yeah, a holo- yeah, like a hologram. Oh, yeah. But like it will be, the, it will flash a hologram, and then the hologram will just go away, and then you'll see, like she'll use the power of, like you'll see a hologram of, like a bear, and then it'll, that that hologram will disappear, and then she'll have the strength of a bear, yeah. that sort of thing. But you won't actually see a, him, her turn into a bear right. physically. So I think, because I, I, I can't imagine this has got like a massive budget. Do you know yeah, know? yeah. So I can't imagine they'll be wanting Beast Boy to turn into a different animal, animal two times yeah. an episode. That's you know? it. And then um, also you got Raven. Yeah, she's young. I mean, yeah, she's really a lot young. younger than I thought. Uh, but, I thought so, they were because so, everyone else in it is an adult. I yeah, think. I think so. As far as I'm aware, and you're probably better off telling this one because you've watched Teen Titans Go. But as far as I'm aware, Raven is a person with magical powers, mm. and her dad is like a demon king, mm. and he is trapped in a diamond on her forehead. Yeah, and she's also <laughs> got a mother witch. Of a, she's a, she's a, her mother's a witch or something. I don't know. She's basically super strong. Got some dark energy inside her mm. and she's got her, her demon dad stuck in a diamond in the head Fair however 
as far as I could see, she does not have that diamond on her head. No. In the thing, so unless she's using some power to cover yeah, it. Yeah, maybe some. Maybe that's something that will reveal later. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. you guys see them having versions of Batman in this? Mm. Or is it going to be the case that they just ref- refer? I think to yeah. Him? I think they'll refer to him, but I won't think. I don't think not in season DC. one. No. No. Nah, maybe season two if it does well. It um, might be a thing where it's like. You, you see like Bruce Wayne but you don't see Batman right that sort of thing yeah. unless they kind of merge it with Gotham and they've got like well Gotham's over next season yeah mm. um, but if I remember correctly the Titans usually so in Titan series and comics they usually have like a mentor who is part of the Justice League and into when Titans go Cyborg is with them isn't he mm. So maybe they could, if it goes well, use the actor Cyborg. Considering they're not really flocking, they're kind of flocking the films. So. Yeah, they're getting yeah. rid of it, aren't they? Um, they'll be a anyway. fucking massive step down, though. Yeah. True, but I suppose if he's as long as he's still in the films as well. Mm. Plus, also this uh, is only available in the US, isn't it? True, seventy five dollars a year. For a year, yeah, or eight, eight dollars a month or something. Like that. Bye. It's about. I think that's reasonable. Same as Netflix. It's like Amazon Prime, isn't it? So, oh yeah, yeah. I'm not saying yeah. yeah. Although I don't but, know how much content DC Universe is going to have. This one, well, I really want to know what they're going to have on there. Well, they could have all the oh, shows, don't they? They could have all the old Batman films, all the old Batman animation. Uh, there's an old Flash TV show. Yeah, old, yeah. Fair enough. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff they could put on there, but I just, like, because when you think about it, like, something like, obviously it's not the same, but something like Netflix, like, there is tons and tons and tons of shit on there. Mm. And, like, when you think of stuff that's just specifically DC, like, there's probably like, only like a hundred things. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, there's not a lot. I, I think there's like a so lot. In my mind, I could probably buy a DC Universe for four months, watch it all. Yeah. And then be like, okay, mm. I'll pay it again yeah. in a year's time when all the movies are back out on it. I hope, they, I hope they make a, like a, I hope they do like their own films. You know, like Netflix do like Netflix original mm. films. I hope they do like DC Universe original films. I mean, it'd be pretty Just cool. like little side, yeah. you know, characters that people don't really care about. They do really, they don't do loads of animation. Yeah. Like, bear. Like, mm. but, I mean, mm. I look for. I wouldn't watch it. I look forward to seeing it. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to wait for it to come out legally in the UK. Good. Mm. <laughs> I condone that. Um, so you said talking about cartoons. You've said that you've watched Wonder Woman cartoon. Yeah, it was basically I've forgotten the um, the whole title of it. It was on Amazon Prime, and it's basically uh, Wonder Woman origin. It's nearly identical to the film that we see. Uh, pretty sure the cartoon might have come out first. I could be totally wrong by that. But basically, it's of Ares fighting a war against the people. I don't know if it was um, uh, Mysterious or was it? Mysterio. That's the one, Mysterio. Don't know where I got the other name from. Um, I don't know if it's on there, but then the gods decide to... Because Wonder Woman's mum... Is about to kill Ares, and then Zeus is in the sky with Zeus's wife. I've got no name. Don't know. Uh, Can't remember. Yeah, and Zeus is like, "Don't kill him." And then the woman's like, "I'm gonna make you an island where all you, all the Amazonians can live and live out the rest of their life and be a mortal and whatever." Mm. And then obviously the mum's a bit like, "Oh, do I? Don't know. Should I let the world in or not?" And then there's this glass thing she can see through, and if she touches it, it like kind of makes their barrier go down and that's how Thingy and Bob gets in what's his name Steve, uh, Trevor. Steve Trevor and then Wonder Woman takes Steve Trevor back to Earth uh, Ares who's locked away on the island manages to seduce one of the ladies 
get off the island, wants to cause cause war on Earth, and then Wonder Woman's basically just got to battle him, and that's pretty much it. It was all right, it was decent. I'll give it it's probably seven out of ten. It was good a little animation, mm. but um, yeah. Really. And Young Justice and Batwoman were they trailers or were they? No, Batwoman was just um, just talking. Talking, yeah, speculation. Uh, making a new series because um, they were they basically said that Batwoman's going to be in I think in the crossover of the um, CW universe uh, oh, right. next year, and then there's talk that off the back of that they're going to try and create a Batwoman series. So, I think okay. that'd be quite good. I imagine they're going to have to. Sorry, Chris. Mm. I imagine they're going to have to knock a um, one of the shows off like Legends. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. Legend. Or it'll take over from Arrow because I've got a feeling yeah. that Arrow and Batwoman would be pretty much the same thing. She's got money, he's got. Oh, does she have money actually? But then my thinking is there's not been one. Obviously, we got in the last season they've mentioned Bruce Wayne, fair. But there's not been one mention of Batman in any of these you know, shows, like directly whatsoever. Yeah. So when you have a bring in Batwoman, surely you have to think, right, okay, Batman is here. <laughs> yeah. So like, they kind of have to acknowledge I mean, they've got that a, he They've got there. another Superman, and, haven't they? So they might as well... Us. Yeah, maybe, yeah. So. They've got another Superman. So. Yeah. They yeah, even shit, aren't they? But also on uh, casting news, mm. one of the new characters in Supergirl is going to be transgender, transgender, played by a transgender actress. So that is, that is a positive step forward. Um, I saw the trailer for Supergirl the next season I didn't really understand what was happening I, I'm sure I watched it and I was literally just watching everything that happened in, in season 3 that's kind of me with Young Justice like the first two minutes was a recap yeah. and then yeah Young Justice is a sad ending is Young Justice a animation? yeah okay sick mate sick animation is it? yeah and what's the difference between Young Justice and Titans? is it just the Justice League but younger? No, so Young Justice is the the psychics, and they have formed a group called Teen Titans. Uh, Young Just, uh, maybe they are Young Justice, but they formed a group, and they basically got their own missions. And then when the Justice League are out of commission, they have to go and help. So you got Titans, Teen Titans Go, and Young Justice, and they're all yeah. basically about the same character. Teen Titans Go is a really kiddie cartoon. Okay. Titans is a live action, and Young Justice is a cartoon. Bloody hell! But. I, DC do make it complicated, don't they? But Young Justice is sick, mate. It's honestly so sick. So, so okay. good. I love that show. Well, carrying on the DC theme, um, do you want to talk about Shazam or Aquaman first? Oh, I don't know, you know. It's a bit of a tricky one. I want to, I want to talk about Shazam because I thought it looked shit. I think oh, I thought it looks all right. right, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think right. this is another case of if, if, if you slap Marvel on that trailer, I think you say it's all right. Yeah. No. If, <laughs> if it was any doesn't matter who it is. Oh, it could be Game of Thrones. I'd be like, no, that's it. So, it looks so lame. I do not have a Marvel bias. It's just, it just looked really lame. So the only problem you got is like, so I did say this before. As much as I love the actor Zachary Levy, I don't think he, he is the image I have of what I expect Shazam to be. And in my my mind, it's a much bigger butcher guy with a bit of a blockhead rather than <laughs> a big suited guy the with suit. a small head. The suit looks dreadful. It looks like is... everything's inflated. Apart from the suit, what else? What else is wrong with it? I just don't. I didn't really like the tone of it. Like why? Is it supposed to be like funny? Yeah. Or, yeah. I don't know. It just. It's pretty funny. I just go on. What go on? No, but it's like Ant Man. Like when I saw the trailer for Ant Man, I was like, this looks shit. Okay. Right, and I thought the concept of an Ant Man is shit. Okay. And it's the same with this. Like I ended up quite liking. So, the the Ant-Man what, so what is this? Well, isn't it like a young boy somehow gets powers where if he says Shazam, he turns into this guy who can shoot electricity? 
I mean, yeah, pretty much. It just sounds like it's, it's, on, it's a guy on paper. Got the power of two demigods and two wizards, and it's been bespo- bestowed upon him as a kid. I mean, all I'm saying is, like with Ant Man, on paper it just sounds stupid. And the trailer didn't do anything. I feel like most of these on paper, most of these superheroes. True, stupid. but yeah. a guy dressing up as a bat and running around. <laughs> there, the sea, there like, are, that sounds fucking yeah, stupid. There are me. there are different differences because like, you've got like Marvel got Squirrel Girl. It's like a girl who like talks to squirrels. Yeah. Like if they were like, oh yeah, Squirrel Girl film, I'd be like, why? Well, when it comes out, we'll see. <laughs> because yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. believe you. Yeah. I want them to release a Squirrel Girl film, and then I'll see. I mean, I am open minded yeah. about these films because yeah. I even admitted that Justice yeah. League wasn't as shit as. They told me the other day it was shit. What do you believe, Glenn? It wasn't as shit as I thought. Is it shit or is it not? Is it right or is it shit? Let me know, Glenn. Let me know. I would like to know. It's not as shit as I thought. Stop tweaking, Glenn. Stop tweaking. I'm not tweaking. We're not getting the extended cut either. Of what? Justice League. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Gutted. What do you guys think of Shazam then? What's the. What's Are you hyped for it? I've been saying to Chris that I think all that. The set pictures I've been seeing and everything look pretty shitty. And like, I'm not bothered about the film in general. Obviously, I watched the trailer. The suit does look shit, don't get me wrong. But the, the trailer in general, I thought it was alright. Mm. I had gave me a couple, <laughs> you know, here and there. I'll go and watch it. Like, I'll, you know, I think it looks okay. Yeah, I just don't think he's a serious character because you no, can't take not. it with like. It is an Ant Man type of film. Yeah, though. it's a kid. You got to remember, this guy is acting. He's got to portray a kid yeah. in a man's body. Yeah, and I'm not sure of, I'm in board with, of that either. With the, with the strength of Superman, with the speed of Flash, with the. So this guy's actually super powerful. Yeah, yeah. I think he, he's really strong, he can fly, he can run really fast, not as fast as Flash does. A bit of an overstatement. He's got... That's it. I think that's what he's got. But his suit pretty much is what his suit is in the comics, so they have tried to replicate it somewhat, and it's just unfortunate his suit looks shit in the comics, but it just looks better drawn than it does mm. in real yeah, life. Sometimes you can't really replicate that's what you, it. what's on paper. To that's, the... that's why they didn't do it. So that's one thing Marvel have changed in some of their suits. Like So, for example, Hawkeye doesn't have a stupid fucking purple mask mm. that goes like an arrow shape on his fucking face or Thor doesn't tend to wear his helmet because mm. it's just not feasible really, is it? Has he ever worn his helmet for? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, he, wore, he wore a helmet um, in 4-3. Right. And he wore... Uh, that, that might be it, actually. Fair enough. Yeah. But I think it'll be all right. I think it looks okay. I just don't think... I think from DC I've got right now is they're not getting enough people to go and watch their films in the first place. Right. Yeah. It's not the fact that their films are shit. It's just not enough not enough att- uh, uh, popul- popularity is coming, coming yeah. from... I would like to see, hopefully, another trailer with a little, like, you know, a bit more... So I know a bit more about it. Oh, she's that sense. Yeah, she's yeah. Like, yeah. So I know a bit more about... Yeah. You know, because obviously it gives it. I thought I tried to give a pretty decent basis of what's going to happen yeah. in the film, but you know, I'd just like a little bit more, you know. I bit, thought Black Manta looked quite cool. Who? Black Man. Black Manta. That's yeah. Aquaman, mate. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. This trailer is even worse for me then. Alright. Because um, <laughs> I thought it was just that, and I was like, oh, yeah, that actually wasn't too bad. Because I watched them one after another. Alright, let's talk about Aquaman. So you, so you want to talk about Black Manta? I just thought he looked quite cool. I've yeah, never heard that, of that, that character. That is his suit. That is his suit. I think the eyes are a bit far apart. They look a bit dodgy, but yeah. He looked quite cool. So they they're doing it on the basis that well, Aquaman is part half human, half Atlantean. Atlantean. Yeah. Atlantean. Um, and he is heir to the throne, I guess, because his dad's king. Mum, in it. His dad's the thingy, in it. His dad's, his dad's the lighthouse human. keeper, and his mum was. His mum's queen. Atl- yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah, it's his half brother. His half brother has taken power. Yeah, and he wants to. Take over. But it doesn't seem to, like he wants to get, 
Take Warren Earth. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't seem like Arthur Curry's bothered. Well. And then, then is it Mira? Then she, Mira, yeah. she's like, you know, come save us. But they're not. They don't seem together at that point. I was no. gonna ask: Is this before or after Justice League? I'm gonna say it's before. I would have thought it was before because he he's king of Atlantis, isn't he? And Justice League. <laughs> see, I'm a bit. <laughs> see, I'm a bit confused because so Justice League, it seems like he's pretty full fledged in the water, and he comes out only once in a while to have a beer. Yeah. And him and Mira. Um, they know each other, but it's like she hasn't seen him in a long time. Mm. But then in the trailer, it looks like Mira has never met him before, mm. knows of him, and is trying to get him yeah. to bust some right. heads in. Okay. Yeah. But it looks all right. It's, I mean, it's a difficult one. Do you know what I mean? Like, he is a shit character, Aquaman. Mm. But they've modernised his suit. He's they've a got bro, a cool, isn't They've he? got a cool very, character. Very yeah. Bro. And I like down with the kids in it mm. and funny. I think it'll be. I think it'll be pretty. It'll be I thought the graphics thing. looked really good. Yeah, I'm. I cause think it's hard to do like underwater stuff in it. I I'm, thought they looked pretty. And also, I, what James Wan seems to have done differently is when people are talking underwater and moving underwater, it actually looks like they are underwater. So whereas they're not in, doing the fucking bubbles, are they? No, because oh, in Justice League, that. they create a bubble around themselves, and that was yeah. so dumb. Yeah. Um, I think, see, more I think about it, I feel like the bubble that they created around them was so they could have a private conversation rather than... I don't think that's what... I don't think that is. I reckon that's what they're trying to make it. It wouldn't make sense. Why? There was no one there. Yeah. (laughs) Just see, I think there was. I think there's two people in the background, weren't there? Was there? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Yeah. They could whisper. True. But... When I get the film, I'll... That's the thing. Like, DC just needs to create consistency... You know, because James Wan came out after that film was released and was like, no, I'm not doing that. It's like, you surely would have been like, oh, James, do you want the other film it undermines it. Yeah. And yeah, but I've got a feeling like none of them got together when Justice League was being made. And were like, no. Zack Snyder, I feel like, just went, you know what, I'm going to do it my way. And then hopefully everyone will roll with punches. Mm. And now everyone's a bit like... Mm, well, it's thing, the bubble thing could have been What's-His-Face's idea. Josh Whedon, yeah. yeah. That, they should have, like Kevin... I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Like Marvel do with Kevin Feige, he oversees all of the films. So there is a consistent thread. They should, if they want... As consistent thread with this, they should have done Zack Schneider or someone who can oversee and produce and input on each film mm. just to make sure they make sense. I'm sure there are inconsistencies within Marvel, mm. I'm sure, but they're not as well publicised and not as well, they're not as obvious to me as things like this are. Mm. And also for me, is I don't want to see a team up film and then see every, all of their or like origin I solos. Bit, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I honestly because. Because the because we know that the Marvel the way Marvel has <clears throat> panned out so well, we all really enjoy it. Um, I think it is natural to be like, oh, we've like we've it's been done this way before, and we really like this, so it should be done this yeah, way again. But, but I don't, me personally, I can understand them not going the same route because they, maybe they don't want to do it. You don't true. Do the same. I feel like you got to see it like this, Glenn. You got to see it like if there was a really successful film out there, let's say. Arguments say, we'll say Ocean's 8, for example. Mm. And one of the characters, or two of the characters in there, do you know what? I can go with Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious, yeah? So it's a really good franchise, really great. The films are combined, a lot of people. But the, because it's so good, they're making spin-offs of individuals. So this is almost what you've got to look at as. That they've made the, the film that's of the characters and they're trying to spin-off each individual. Yeah, I have no problem with that. Yeah, but My... I've, I, I feel like... Unfortunately, the way they've done it is so rushed that my problem is is that it seems like all of these narratives are set before Justice League, so you're not actually furthering the story. So, where Hobbs and Shaw, 
Hobbs and Shaw do not meet until Fast and Furious 8 or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So therefore, you can't have a story set before that film. So it's only going to further the characters. characters yeah. And, you know, I don't mind them going... You know, things like Rogue One worked quite well, but that was different characters, like, within a time frame within okay. Star Wars. But, I don't know, I just feel like, you know, it's kind of like, oh, we've had Justice League. Um, oh, yeah, here's Wonder Woman's uh, origin. I know it came out just before, but here's her solo story. Oh, yeah, here's, this is what Aquaman did before Justice League. It's kind of like, well, I want to see what happens after Justice League. Like, how does Aquaman and Wonder Woman respond after knowing, like, about Cyborg and about all these other people and having fought whatever that guy's name was, Steppenwolf, mm. you know. It just kind of seems, we've got to one point, and now you have to watch all this stuff, which I don't kind of is arbitrary, mm. because you know where they end up anyway. Yeah, that's true, but then, like, you could say that, I don't know, there's a lot of things, because obviously, I like, me personally, I like, like, prequel-ish stories, so I like seeing how one character gets to a point where I've seen them before, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't, I don't really think it's a necessarily a bad idea. I'm with you in that I probably would have done it the same way Marvel have done it, but I'm intrigued to see how this way goes. If that makes sense. It's kind of the same with Black Widow. Like I don't know whether they're that film's an origins, a prequel, yeah. or what. But we've seen Black Widow in what five, at least, at least Marvel five. films, yeah. and you don't really get you you get to know little bits of her character. But then if they went back and did a prequel, I'd be like, well, why did you wait five appearances to do this? I would rather see her on like a solo mission for Shield. And throughout that, you could maybe flash back to what happened I, I to her. Feel, I feel like... So, I think sometimes what happens is in the film industry, they decide, you know what, we're going to just roll with punches and make a film about these people. When what they should really be doing is making TV series about some of these people. Because I think a Black Widow TV series about her past would be a lot more effective than a film about her past. Yeah, maybe like because, a Netflix. Yeah, I think but so. the, because I think in my mind, so you're going to do a Black Widow origin, and who's her villain going to be? I don't know, maybe her mentor or whoever was like, Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So, and she was recruited for a very young age, and they did that whole thing which caused a lot of hoo-ha and stuff about. But like, if they did a TV series, we could see her origin, like how they recruited her, how she became agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., how she met Hawkeye, and it's kind of like... Mix it in, and it kind of, and then we'll see, we'll see her. I think, I think there's a lot of credit behind what uh, Netflix do and TV series do to big up some of these characters. Like, mm. I actually genuinely, I've really enjoyed Jessica Jones. I've nearly finished it. I've got like twenty minutes of the last episode, and it did take me a while to get into it. But I actually quite enjoyed it, and mm. I think it's, I think if they can emulate that with other characters, like they could probably even do it with Hawkeye. Yeah. I don't want to see a Hawkeye one, but they really wanted to. Um, I was just going to say, while I think your point is very, very valid, from a filmmaker's point of view, I think they have to think, firstly, um, a film, any at this point in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, any film they do is going to be bigger than any TV series they yeah, do. Yeah, money, money, money. Money, money-wise, money yeah. exactly. Yeah. And secondly, um, I think it's very, very doubtful that Scarlett Johansson would go from doing these big-budget films to doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if it's a prequel or an origin or whatever, then they would just have a younger actress. But then would you want to... I would want to... If I was going to see a... a, I'd rather make a Black Widow. Yeah, Yeah. if I was going to see a Black Widow. um, I mean, you know, this Black Widow film might not be an origin or whatever, you know. Might not even happen. But also... I feel like the film Red Sparrow is basically... They should have retrofit that to basically (laughs) be a Black Widow film. 100%. Like, I don't know. Um, So, so, Aquaman trailer, yeah or no? 
Yeah, I thought I thought mm, I thought it was yeah, okay. It was good, yeah. I think it looks alright. Because I kind of expect now I expect Aquaman to be bros. So um, if I see the trailer and he's like, "Yo, dude," I'm like, "Yeah, fine, like, that's Aquaman." But I do the only thing I'm a little confused, like you said, I don't know where he fits with the other films. Mm. I'm assuming it's before, mm. but if he makes a relationship with Mira in this film, then I'm confused completely because yeah, but we'll see, we'll see. Mm. Yeah, I do think that Black Manta thing looked, it looked pretty cool. I think. So, uh, off the topic of superheroes for now, but uh, still fantastical. We've got Fantastic Beasts two, the crimes oh, of well, actually, Fantastic nice. Beasts I feel colon. Like just, I feel like you could have segued somewhere else with Jane Gunn, mate. Oh, okay. we'll talk about that later. Fuck. Yeah. Damn you. Um, <laughs> Fantastic Beast colon The Crimes of Grindelwald. Um, I think it's really good. It, it, got, it got me really hyped for it. So this is the second it. part of the five. Wizarding Extended Universe or whatever. Mate, um, can, I'll tell you now, these lot have really waste, wasted a little bit of time. They could have made, they could have knocked out about five films by now from the end of Harry Potter. They could have made any film mm. about anyone and people would have been loving it mm. yeah you could have made... I thought the first Fantastic Beast was alright but it... I, I quite enjoyed it yeah I quite enjoyed it as well um, but this one looked quite good yeah. you know it, we, we go back to Hogwarts we've got a young Dumbledore so, so are you because this is kind of like a prequel thing so are you as bothered about you know because obviously you were saying about uh, Aquaman and that being before Justice League and you know that that irked you a little bit so are you as bothered yeah. about this or is it not no, do you know what it probably does thing. sound a bit either hypocritical or inconsistent of me but the same with Game of Thrones is I feel that this is set so far before mm. um, you know cause it's got to be at least like 40, 50 years or whenever probably more to be yeah so I feel like there's a, enough of a time frame mm. within that to, to kind of and there's been enough time since Harry Potter finished mm. where I'm like okay I'm ready to see these characters these characters have been referenced throughout okay. the entire Harry Potter books and TV, uh, and films mm. and so I'm like yeah I want to know about a young Dumbledore because we've heard about his fight with Grindelwald and that's yeah. how he got the Elder Wand and yeah. all these things and same with like Game of Thrones so, like, well, what happened in Robert's Rebellion and before that whereas with Aquaman it's like Okay, well, we'd never seen an Aquaman film. We'd never seen Aquaman, apart mm. from one brief glimpse in Batman vs Superman, and then he turns up in Justice League, and mm. then you're like, okay, now we're going to go back, mm. which is probably only a couple of years, you know. If it, if this isn't if Aquaman is indeed a prequel, yeah, then it will only be a short period of time before. Yeah. So that's for me where that's the fair. difference lays. That's fair. But um, but I, I, do you know what I think actually though? Um, I think it's better because. It's like you're saying, isn't it? That I think because they've made the universe and it's finished. Yeah, exactly. It's a finality. It. Now we can yeah, see it. That's fair. And I think the same with Game of Thrones. I know we know a prequel's coming out and it's everyone's just like orgasming in for all of it. But like, it's going to be finished. Yeah. Although we're sad it's finishing and it's very fast approaching and short for some bizarre reason. We can see a prequel and like you said, it's so many years before. I think this has got to be more than a hundred and maybe two hundred years old. Cause I think isn't isn't Dumbledore like Dumbledore's bare old bare old in the Harry Potter. Yeah, but we don't know how old he is in this film. True. True. But there's also I like, didn't even think he was headmaster to begin with, was he? I don't think he is in this film. Is he's he? not. I don't. Think I, I think so. he might be just a teacher. Yeah, I think he's a teacher. It seems yeah. like he's teaching defense against the dark arts. So yeah. you telling me he didn't originally have the Elder Wand, Dumbledore? No. No. Oh, mate, I didn't Because you only him. get the older one by winning it off someone. Unless, you, sure. unless you're part of the origin story. Yeah, because it was the Brothers Grimm or something. And I was thinking in my mind that the story's just being skewed and it was two brothers and a sister. 
Because doesn't he have a brother and a sister? And the, bro- the other brother hates him because something that happened to their sister. Yeah. Yeah. But do we know why? I think what happened to his sister? Yeah. I think you died. find out. Yeah, but why? I think you find out in the book more than the film. Oh, really? Of, of Deathly oh, okay, Because I thought it would have been quite cool that they were the three people in the Deathly Hallows. But then yeah, two of them died, didn't they? So that actually doesn't make sense. But yeah, so, and also the, right at the end of this trailer, you get um, Nicholas Fleming, who was obviously part of... The, he Doesn't he put his, himself into the Philosopher's Stone? Mm. And so it kind of was a nice tie there. But I thought this film looked quite good. It looked yeah. a little bit darker in tone than Fantastic Beasts. Um, Wasn't many beasts. No. No, no there, was but I little, think... there was a little money goblin, wasn't it? Or a little money... I think, something. I think I they've kind of shot themselves in the foot with this whole Fantastic Beasts colon Crimes of Grindelwald because they've now got this moniker that they're going to attach to however many films they're going to make. Not going to lie, I don't give a shit about the Beasts. That's probably the thing I dread least about Exactly. Yeah. So they should have, the first one should yeah. have been Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. The second one should have been just called The Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah. And the third one will be called The Hunt for the Elder Wand or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't need to prefix it because we know from the do 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 like it's in the Harry Potter world yeah. from the fucking magic from Hogwarts. Mm. Like, I don't. They don't need to do that. Um, but I thought it looked good. I thought the graphics looked really good. Yeah. We get to see more of Grindelwald. We get to see um, uh, Ezra Miller playing Credence. Credence. So yeah, they brought back all the old characters. Seems like they're introducing some mm. decent new ones. Apparently, they haven't um, dismissed now making the Deathly Hallows a film either. Oh, what the origin bit? Oops. Sorry. Um, not is it Deathly Hallows? No. Cursed Child. Cursed Child. Sorry. Oh okay. So. Have you read it? Yeah. Have you read it? Mm-mm. It was alright. But it, it's read as a play form, so... True. Not, it doesn't read as well as narrative prose. Mm. But I'm sure they can chuck in a load of... But yeah, I'm actually shots. quite looking forward to that film now. I am too. Um, Side note, Bellatrix for Strange is hot. Sorry. Oh, we were having this debate before the pod. Is oh. it Bellatrix? Or is it... No, it's her. It's like her... It's not her. It's uh, oh, okay. like a... Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's, he's in love with her. Isn't How'd you go from Zoe Kravitz to Helena yeah, Bonham no, Carter? It's, it's not Bellatrix the Strange. Oh, okay. Cool. But I'm just saying, she's hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. It's Lenny Kravitz's daughter, I'm pretty sure. And he's a musician, if you don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, she's. um. He's going out. Uh, she, isn't she going out with um Jason Momoa? Or they're married, aren't they? Oh, are they? Lenny Kravitz's daughter, yeah. Oh, really? I think. I might be making that up. But mm. let me Google that. Sorry, Google it. <laughs> and then the last. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And quickly, while I was technically talking about Jason Momoa, there was a thing where um, at San Diego Comic Con they bought out um, Johnny Depp, I think, and Amber Heard was also uh, at the uh, what's it called? Yeah. And I think aren't they like? Isn't there like? They a... divorced and yeah. she. So I think she filed a restraining she... order. Yeah. Him. So there was a bit of like. Mm. About that, but did Jason Momoa try and fuck him up? I don't know. <laughs> why? Oh, right. Why? Why just? Why did Jason? Because well, he, you know, he's he seems like the kind of guy who'd be protective. Mm. Nah, yeah. He seems pretty laid back in real life. Um, the last trailer I want to talk about, uh, unless you guys have got any others, is Godzilla Two: King of the Monsters. Yeah. Man, I couldn't give a shit. I just haven't seen the Godzilla one. Pretty shit. The one from twenty fourteen. But I've I've kind of enjoyed Kong Skull Island. Yeah. Um, and I thought these were. Or is that later? Yeah. No, yeah, they're, the they're same. in the same universe. Because at the end of the King Kong, they talk about um, the thing the girl's trying to contact at the beginning of the trailer. Monarch. Monarch. Oh, sorry. Jason Murray's Zoe Kravitz's stepdad. So he's married to... Um, stepdad? Yeah. He's married to her mum. Lisa Bonet. And how old's her mum? Don't know. About 50. Jeez. Fair. Um, 
Yeah, so, but then, you know, this this seems like a well, they, big monster mashup. It's got Mothra, it's got Godzilla. Well, this one. Yeah, and, oh. and, the, and the three-headed dragon thing, so... I it, quite enjoyed the tone of the trailer. Yeah. Um, in that they were kind of making... It wasn't really... Whereas, like, with Kong, it was seen as, like, there's a monster coming. Whereas this one is kind of, like... They're kind of in like in awe of the of the beast in sort of thing. Yeah, and it's like, like a big fight. Yeah, what happened to made like, the music kind of. Mm. Yeah, I thought I I can't I was really I really enjoyed the. Is trend. King Kong in this one? That's what I'm not sure because I know there is going to be a Godzilla versus Kong, but I don't know if it's in this film or mm. afterwards. Mm. But either way, as well, also face eleven. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, but yeah, so you know, it seems like a big gonna be a big monster punch up thing. Mm. A little bit like. Pacific Rim Uprising, but hopefully better. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. There was nothing wrong with that film, mate. No, there wasn't really, but there wasn't particularly anything it's right. right about it, yeah. <laughs> um, That's true. So let's do some film news then. So you touched upon it um, oh, a yeah. second ago. James, James Gunn appears, well, has been fired by Disney um, of from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Have uh, you read any of the old tweets? Yes, I read a lot of them, and they're pretty disgusting. So basically, oh, back in like 2000 yeah. and, I don't know, it might have been like 2008, but quite a what, few years ago, James Gunn tweeted a series of tweets over a long period of time, which joked about paedophilia, which joked about rape and other kind of very taboo topics. Um, and it wasn't just once or twice, it was a lot. Mm. And it Did someone be- say he deleted like 10,000 of his tweets or something like that? Well, yeah, I'm not surprised, but... He, so, he apparently did it to get reactions. Yeah, he, sa- he said he, in a statement, which was about five tweets long, which actually wasn't very apologetic in my opinion. Wait, no, that was his brother, wasn't it, who did the five tweets long thing? Oh, no, he did no. ten tweets, didn't he, his brother? But it, he basically said, oh, when I started out, I was a provocateur. I wanted to, yeah, you know, try and get reactions out of people. And I'm like, okay, but you could do that through other means. I mean, you could be provocative but- without talking about children being you know abused and people being sexually assaulted like it's they weren't funny and he said oh recently i've been ashamed about them it's like okay well why haven't you deleted them or why haven't you apologized for them you know mm. it just didn't it just kind of seemed that he's like yeah but that that's not me anymore and fair enough you might be a completely different person and you shouldn't i just i feel like it, it could, he could have been a bit more apologetic mm. considering you know, Disney are a, you the biggest think... family company in the world. And if you've got one of your directors, very prominent, who has previously held these views as funny, mm. then I Do you I not just think it's a bit late in the day, though? What do you mean? Like, he's made two films already. But who, who, who went through his tweets? But people do, people do this all the time. But like, why has it taken them, like, five years to do this? Like, it's better, think... better late than yeah, never. Yeah, really. yeah, I know. I, know I, I appreciate that, but like... But I don't think... Once no. this comes out, because evidently Disney didn't know about it, no one knew about it mm. apart from whoever found these tweets. But I had a boring day going through some tweets, man. But like you know, Disney can't see this stuff and stick by him, yeah. even no, if it is not who that. he yeah, is yeah, now. Yeah. And people do change, and you know, I'm sure he doesn't hold these beliefs anymore, or he doesn't find this sort of thing funny. But the fact that he still did it, and the fact that actually. He didn't destroy any of that evidence beforehand. He's kind of like... Yeah. You know, I, I kind of understand the decision why Disney did it. Although I feel like... Obviously, this doesn't make it... Not that they should have kept him on, but 
I feel like they're going to struggle with Guardians 3 now. Like, he had a speci- very specific tone, very specific directional style. Um, and we I were mean, talking about after him. Avengers, it, I think the tone can change completely, to be honest. True. I just wanted to ask, so you said that um, he did it, as a, he, he was a provocateur or whatever, but, like, provocation for the purpose of what? Yeah, to raise awareness uh, or to... I, no, no, no. I think it was just... the purpose of what? It, it, it doesn't actually say in the thing, I don't think. Because I don't understand someone being like... If I was like... If I was like started prodding you and I was like, I'm trying to provoke you and then obviously it'd be, there'd be a reason behind it. I wouldn't be trying to provoke you for no reason. Do you know what I mean? So I'd maybe, be trying, like, trying to get a rise out of you or something like that. Maybe he's doing I it don't to understand. Like perspective of films or something. Maybe he Didn't was... seem to... From what I, the few tweets I read, didn't seem to relate to anything. Like, if he was promoting a film or whatever... No, I mean, like, so he's talking about rape and prostitution or whatever, and then, sorry, I shouldn't really say whatever, so bars out about his tweets, but mm. maybe he says that and then he wants to see what people's reactions are so then he can, like, formulate it to put into a film. I'm just trying to work But I feel it. like you I'm need to, to contextualise yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cannot yeah, yeah. just start... Because no, one I... of the tweets was, and I don't think it was an actual... I don't think the link would have taken you anywhere, but it was like, oh, click here to watch prepubescent girls touch themselves or something. Jesus. And oh, like, that's and even if the link, like, isn't real, yeah. it's kind of like, why are you doing that? Yeah. Like, this yeah, is a very public um, forum. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure the age to be on Twitter is about 13 or something. So like, there's a lot of people that are gonna read that, not know who James Gunn is, and be like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I just I think that's buddy, that's yeah, funny. And that, fucking well weird. Yeah. So I mean people like Frankie Boyle, he he says some horrible dark stuff and he does it for comedy. And I'm not saying again, I'm not defending Frankie Boyle because I think some of the stuff he says is horrendous. Mm. But But you, at least you've got that but back that, in that you, you know he's doing it for comedy rather and, than And you kind of think, Okay, well he maybe doesn't believe this, he's mm. just saying it to be I get provo- controversial, mm-hmm. but yeah. Anyway, so well, it's going to be interesting to see whether Guardians Three still goes ahead. What director ah. they find? Well, it's definitely going ahead. We know that it's definitely going to go ahead. Yeah. Well, uh, they, 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 they have to finish. The Dennis, they can make his brother the director. Do you reckon his brother is going to want to direct this film after Disney have sacked him? I don't know. Don't know. I kind of feel like of the directors I know of, especially within Marvel. I feel like Taika Waititi would have the same tone mm. of Guardians 3. Whether they go with him or not, they might have to push the release date back because I think James Gunn wrote it as well. So well, If he's written it, then it's not, can they, they get to keep that, don't they? They'll have to give him a credit for it. So, yeah, I guess it depends. If they use it, yeah. So, yeah, that's, we'll see how that goes. Did you guys want to talk about the trailers for the CW Super? I thought, is there no more news? I don't know. Do you have more news? No, to be fair. <laughs> I was like, I was just, uh, see, no, I don't know. That's really sad. No Did you want to talk about the CW shows or? Um, um, I can't really talk about the CW shows because I haven't really watched them. I can talk about the Marvel shows if you want. Yeah. Uh, Obi's finished Luke Cage, haven't you? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, we're talking about trailers though. That's what. Oh, that's what. Oh, that's what. Did you want to talk about them? No, we'll talk about trailers if I've only watched one of them. Do you, are you bothered? Or we could just move on to Netflix. Show. We should move on because if I start talking about Arrow, we'll spoil it for Chris. Okay, Netflix. right. Let's talk, uh, talk us through right. Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Cloak and Dagger, any other Netflix, uh, any other Marvel well, let's, shows. Let's start with Cloak and Dagger. Isn't there something you wanted to talk about in Cloak and Dagger? Well, doesn't one of the characters reference her friend Misty? Yeah. 
Right. Which is Misty Knight, uh, which I will confirm that because Obi actually asked me that and he hasn't seen that episode yet, I believe. Mm. And yes, she does. Okay. She's a copper and she says... I won't say that. But she references Misty. But and this isn't them. Netflix, is it? No, it's Zoom. Amazon Prime. Amazon. Oh, okay. So we <laughs> can... Can we assume they're within the same I would, universe? I would so, safely yeah. say that, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, these are all made by... Uh, by but they're all well, produced, by, Marvel, they're all produced by ABC anyway, so... Oh, okay. They're just... Uh, Syndicate them to different yeah. networks. Do you want to start talking about Cloak and Dagger and I'll just jump in because I don't want to ruin any of it for you? Uh, can do, yeah. Yeah? Um, I am up to... So I just finished watching episode four. Um, and I think they've just gotten to the point where they basically met up and they're like trying to figure out their powers, I guess. Mm. And I think there's an episode where they were like, they were in the church talking and they were kind of getting along and then it was like flashing back and forth between that and... Uh, Tan, is that name Tandy? Tandy, yeah. Tandy. Um, and she was with her mum's boyfriend trying to figure out... Uh, what happened at Roxxon? Yeah, trying to figure out what happened uh, that caused her, her dad's death, basically. A Roxxon? Isn't okay. that... That's been referenced a few times. I think so, yeah. Oh, OK. Fair enough. Anyway, Fair enough. sorry. But that was fun. Um, and basically, um, this her mum's boyfriend is a lawyer, um, but he's still with his wife, and his mum gets upset and breaks up with him, and then... Um, Tandy goes to the, his office to try and like, I think to try and like help out the help situation, and she sees someone shoot him in the head, and set the place on fire. It's a lot gory than I was expecting it to be, if I'm honest. So my oh, assumption right. yeah. is that the, these people at Roxxon saw that he was like onto something and decided to, you know. But they, I think you see them burn the evidence, don't you? Or burn the office? Well, they burn the office, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. you got to carry on. I think Roxxon's been referenced in Daredevil and things like that. So. Mm. Okay. It must be a key part of it. I've never really um, known about it before these series. So, but it's interesting because. So, do you know what happened that day? Do you have you seen what happened on the day, they got their powers or not? The day they got the powers, but when the accidents happened. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, is it Ty Tyrone? Ty- Tyrone. Yeah. yeah. He his brother gets shot. At the same time that Roxon's oil rig explodes, and at that exact same time, Tandy's in the car with her dad, and the car he gets distracted by the explosion, and he's on the phone maybe I can't remember, and he yeah he is, and he rears re- uh, veers off into the water, and then Tyrone jumps in for his brother just because he's just been shot by a policeman like two or three times, and then they end up waking up on a beach together, Tandy and Tyrone. And she just she just leaves him there unconscious and steals his jacket and then, and then that's it that's all you that's all you've seen isn't it mm-hmm. yeah so I think that that is all you see anyway but but you're enjoying but, it so far Sorry. I I think it's really good actually and how many episodes are you I'm up to date eight eight so okay uh, I think it's ten episodes long okay and they've renewed it for season two um I think it's really good and it's got the yellow Power Ranger for Dino Ranger. Dino Rangers. I can't remember who that is. Oh, mate. Oh, mate. I can't remember she's who that is. She's the copper. Oh, is it? Yeah, she's, oh, she used to be the Yellow Ranger in the Dino... Dino? No. Dino Thunder. Dino Thunder. Man, good one. Tommy yeah. came back, mate. Mm. Well, from Cloak and Dagger to Luke Cage in one jump is Misty. So, oh, yeah. t- talk us through Luke Cage. Um, how far up to date are you? Both, both finished it. Yeah. You've both finished it. Yeah. I don't care if you spoil it. I've you, seen, I've seen half an hour of the first episode. Okay. So, I I think this has got 
similar traits to season one in the sense that there is a main villain and a and a kind of side villain almost, isn't it? It's like I can't remember the lady's name. It's been been weeks since I watched it now. But Mariah. Mariah, that's the one. Because she's kind of like the side villain in the in the first one as well, isn't she? Yeah. It's you got the main villain. Uh, we had Cottonmouth and Diamond. Cottonmouth, yeah, but Cottonmouth, yeah, was the main one, and then Mariah was kind of like the shy side one, and then then you had Diamondback come in. Now you've got the Bush. Bushmaster. Bushmaster. Um. Yeah, I think he's an alright villain. I think actually, I quite actually quite like him towards the end. Uh, you kind of get to know why he's doing what he's doing, and you see a backstory between his family and Mariah's family, mm. and why they basically dislike each other or more why he dislikes her and she doesn't give a shit about him basically but she Mariah portrays herself as like a really smart but really stupid character like she's really smart in the sense that she'll go for anything and she will she's really I'll kill anyone to get what I want kind of thing but at the same time in one of the episodes she sells all her guns to um, but doesn't she want to become legit legit. yeah 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 so I understand, the, I understand the sentiment of her. Yeah, yeah. Some kinds. To be fair, Shades told her not to. Yeah, Shades is a sick character, man. Because he probably much knew that was going to happen. But um, Also don't know if Shades is gay as well. He is gay. Well, he's bisexual, at least. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, that was, the, <laughs> was a spoiler. I don't care what you spoil it or not. I don't even know if I'm finished watching it. Yeah. Go on, you take over, mate. Um, yeah, I think, actually, overall, I think this season's better than season, season one. Because I think season one was good up until a point and then it kind of just <laughs> and then it kind of just fell off and fell off a cliff a little bit uh, whereas this I think is a bit more consistent, consistent mm. through yeah I think after I was thinking like, last time I was here I'd only watched the first few, three episodes um, after episode three I think it gets on a good upward trajectory I think okay. um, I it's pretty deep as well with his dad very deep very deep um, and with um, what's her face uh, Claire Claire mm. still thinks she's well older so are they not together anymore? So, sorry, let's, let's, let's get into this. Well, mate, Luke basically gets a bit big through his boots and mm. Claire's like, you need to allow it. And she goes to his dad and gets advice from him. And he said, he, I'm pretty sure he said before, don't yeah, go he see said my speci- dad. Yeah, so his dad, him and his dad have a really ba- pretty bad relationship. So he specifically said, like, don't talk to my dad. I don't want to talk about my dad, blah, blah, blah. And Claire's basically like, you need to sort things out with your dad. Um, yada 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 yada, and he basically doesn't want to. And then you can't force someone to repair the relationship yeah. with someone they don't want to repair. repair Especially when you with. don't know why. Yeah. They haven't got the relationship with them. I think it might it might be the you might think it's the right thing to do, but you can't force that upon someone. Mm. Needless to, however, that doesn't give yeah. Luke. Luke basically gets really angry and punches the fuck out of a wall, and Claire's like, "Fuck this!" I'm mad for believing. Yeah. So she was like, because like she said, she's seen that sort of. Um, Anger, before, yeah, yeah in, in her dad and her mum's relationship so she was like nah and there was a little bit of um, a little backstory of domestic violence um, okay. because there's a character called Cockroach and basically he's beating up his girlfriend and his son and the girlfriend's like asking Luke Cage for help but at the same time she's still with the guy because she's afraid to leave him and Luke basically this is just before him and Claire have a fight Luke beats this guy within an inch of his life he's literally basically about to kill him and then who comes through the, someone comes through the door and stops him doesn't they See the Claire or Misty? Yeah, one of them comes through the door and stops, and basically he's like looking at this this woman and child, and they're like frightened, and he's like, "Oh shit! Like, what have I done?" Sort of thing. Uh, that's I what, think it's Claire. Is it Claire? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and that's basically what causes them to have an argument about that because Luke's basically saying, 
like this guy cockroach is a piece of shit so we need to kind of get him off the get him off the streets and she's like yeah but you don't need to fucking kill him yeah. basically and I, I quite like this season because you find out quite a bit more about Misty as well she she gets over the fact she has one arm pretty pretty quick, I think. Mm. Um, Doesn't she get a mechanical one? She does, she yeah, from... From Danny. From Danny. Oh, so you see Iron Fist in Danny there. Danny Rand is in there. And is so he is annoying? This... No, he's... Oh, just... well, right. Yeah, he's right. He just tells... Colleen's in it as well, sorry. Colleen's in it, yeah. Colleen and Misty have a little fight scene together. Daughter of the Dragon. Yeah. And Danny and uh, Luke have a little uh, meditation session together. And Luke uses Danny Rand's facility to storm Mariah and his dad. Because uh, at this point, because at this point, Bushmasters, Bushmaster basically. So, Buzzard, dude, you you don't give a shit, do you? I really uh, don't. So yeah. So backstory. Oh, here we go. It's basically go. Bushmaster's dad or granddad. Granddad, I think. Bushmaster's granddad and Mariah's granddad were friends and business partners. One of them made rum. The other one um, opened up a club, and they kind of had like a joint business venture. I think they said uh, the Italian gang members came and said to uh, Mariah's granddad, um, basically like, "Give us your, give us your business, or we're gonna, you know, gonna kill you," sort of thing. And he basically says, "Yeah, fuck it." <laughs> so he's like, he's like, he says, "I mean, he says, take the rum business and we'll, and let us keep the club and we'll, and we'll be cool." And obviously, uh, granddad Stokes, whatever his name is, is, <laughs> is was obviously wasn't happy about that. And I think doesn't he? He shoots. Um, Mariah's granddad in the belly yeah. or something like that yeah actually it might be it might be yeah it might be her dad actually but anyway yeah, but yeah but yeah, he yeah. Sh- shoots, her in, shoots him in the belly as like a revenge sort of thing um, but basically his family's like got nothing now but whereas Mariah's family has still got the club and they're basically living off that like Mama Mabel doing the whole prostitution thing all that stuff and then a few whatever, however many years later um, uh, Bushmaster's mum basically says like sh- she finds like a contract that um, the two guys wrote between saying basically everything should be split down the middle 50-50 so she comes to mum and Mabel and she's like yeah we want our share of the club basically we want our share of the, all these profits that you've made and they get lawyers involved and uh, they're like oh yeah yeah we can sort something out and then like literally like a few hours later they burn her alive so Bushmaster, and Bushmaster uh, manages to escape and but obviously he sees his mum get burned alive so that's why he wants to kill Mariah basically and it's funny because cause Mariah's she got married so she changed her name to Dillard Every time someone calls him Mariah Did, he's like, he's like, no, Stokes, Mariah Stokes, like every time, which is quite interesting. And yeah, so he's basically on his warpath to kill Mariah, take all her stuff. And um, he tries to burn Mariah and her daughter, Tilda, alive. And he basically ties them both to a chair, um, sets them alight and fucks off. No, he lets Tilda go first. Yeah, Tilda go, yeah, sorry. And then... How does Luke? How does Luke get um? Luke, uh, Luke somehow knows that they, he's doing yeah. that, so he like busts in and saves. And then Tilda's like, "Oh, I don't know what to do. Do I yeah. save her? Do I not?" Because she's like, "Oh, my mum's a bit of a bitch, but she's my mum still." Yeah. And then and Luke this, saves the, her. The building's like burning around her, so obviously she don't know if she's got time to untie her or not, and yeah. whatever, whatever. So yeah, Luke comes and saves her, and then Mariah, as revenge, decides to go and um, <laughs> this is fucking dark. Yeah, <laughs> she man, this is she kidnaps dark. Bushmaster's uncle. Um can't remember his name and then she goes to the restaurant that the uncle owns and like basically like the little Jamaican community goes to and she kills everybody in the, in the restaurant family, friends uh, yeah. everyone kills man. everybody and, and, the, and that's like the brutal part well yeah and then the uncle's she's had the uncle tied up and whatever and she basically 
um, sets him alight and you know he's like burned to death and she's like hurry up and die and she shoots him in the head oh, so yeah his uncle's dead and, blimey and at this point this is when Shades was like fucking hell Shades basically, basically turned at that point he said that that was because obviously he killed innocent people and he's like yeah there's a code there's a code da, 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 which he breaks himself or whatever Shades is a very uh, shady chooses, yeah hypocritical character yeah. I would say but yeah so then Bushmaster's basically like uh I think we mentioned before that he takes this thing called Nightshade and um, uh, Til- he gets Tilda to make him some because Tilda finds out that her mum did the, what they call the Rum Punch Massacre and um, she's like, her mum needs to be stopped so she gives him more Nightshade and she was like, don't take it all at once and then he took it, because like, she thinks you'll die or something and then he took it all at once, he didn't die but whatever he didn't die but um, he takes it all at once and he goes into a massive rampage and he goes into a club and basically takes like four of them to take him down and eventually he manages to get away. And um fucking hell. <laughs> and then Tilda, Tilda like has to like, help him recover and whatnot. And what's it? What happens after that? Mariah. Um Shades basically after he turned on Mariah, basically decided to snitch. I'm not gonna there's a bit that I would spoil but I won't bother. Um you can, I don't care. I really don't care. No, okay. So I thought it was a bit silly because Shades was always talking about like his the code, you know, like the gangster's code, yeah. whatever. And he was like, yeah, yeah, no snitches, no snitches. He kills Comanche, his his mate, because um, he snitched, and then he went and snitched on a writer. So I was like, all right, this is not exactly your. We kind of going against your code, but yeah, whatever. But yeah, he snitches on her. Mariah was going a bit mad though. Yeah, Mariah was going. She was going mental. She snitches on her. Mariah goes to prison. Um, and basically Mariah has everyone who's ever been associated with her killed to kind of like stop them from talk- stop them from talking about her so she can try and you know get out of prison including Shades no, no not Shades they tried to kill Shades but he manages to yeah um, and she like got into prison and these people like kind oh, yeah. of like Jamaicans weren't they yeah and they're like they were kind of like you're going to work for us weren't they or well it was first it was first, at first it was Oh, they were gonna they were inserting their dominance, I think. Yeah, and she it, was like, "I'll pay you if you work for me." And then the no, it, was, it was the Jamaicans came and tried to kill her, and then three women came and killed those Jamaicans, and then she was those that were those that woman was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." She wanted like to, like you're gonna be my bitch sort of thing, and then and then Mariah was like, she basically double crossed her, killed that woman, and was like, "Yeah, you two work for me now." Yeah, and then. So the mad thing about it all was, I think the ending, which I thought was really clever. Actually, the ending, I actually really appreciate the ending. So Mariah's will. So massive spoiler: Mariah dies. Her daughter kills her with okay. a pie. No, no. pie. <laughs> she get that wrong. She makes poison and puts it on her lips, and she kisses her mum on the lips. Okay. And, and, kills, and kills her, and but she, in her will, doesn't really leave her daughter anything and leaves it all no. to Luke. Yeah, the daughter's, so, and the daughter's vexed. So the daughter's obviously going to be maybe a villain next season. She is, her her alter ego is a character called Nightshade. I think she's a villain. Okay. I think she's a villain, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. But Luke now owns the club. And he's also, like... So he worked at the hairdressers, which was like... Uh, what do they call it? It's like the safe... It's like the ground... Switzerland. It's Switzerland. So you can go there, no gunfire, everyone's mutual there. It's kind of like... Uh, John Wick in it that that hotel yeah um, and the kid's like Luke if you take that club you are no longer owner of this I want to buy it off you this is Switzerland it's going to always stay Switzerland because Luke's basically going to say he's going to run the club 
He's gonna make sure everything's okay. And he's even gone up to these people who are running drugs in the in the city of Harlem, and he said to him, "Look, I don't want you doing it, but I'll make an agreement. As long as you don't come into Harlem, you can do whatever you want outside of Harlem, basically." Mm. And so basically, you get the idea that. Luke's going to become a bit of a gangster. Like He's got a suit on, he's organising parties. He's turning to power. And he's like, to Misty, he's like, Misty, can you like get outside while I have a conversation with someone? Because one of the henchmen then does decide to work for Luke but prior to Luke getting the club. Sugar. Sugar, which I actually like his character. I think he's really mm. cool. So it seems like this series is actually not really about Luke Cage very much. It seems like the main... The main narrative is between Mariah and Bushmaster. Yeah. So what's yeah. Luke Cage's arc within this? Well, his his arc is I think his his relationship with his dad, um, like and obviously with Claire. How he gets money. Yeah. See, he basically some guy hires him to like work at his club, and yeah, it's just fucked, yeah, really. But and it's like. And with his dad as well. Yeah. So like you see a scene as to why Luke hates his dad. And it's because his dad didn't believe Luke when Luke was convicted of murder. Right. Murder? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. And basically... Didn't, didn't visit him. And I think really. he said that to Luke it was his fault his mum died. He blamed his mum. He blamed mom's, his mum's cancer on him. Yeah. And so that's why Luke hated him. But they re- resolved that. Uh, and Luke, there's this app where it's like it finds where Luke is all the time. Mm. So I don't really get it. It's a bit bizarre. And basically it's just like who... It's trying to define who Luke is in the city, and basically Luke is getting too big for his boots because mm. he's up. There's a fly in here, which is why you occasionally might hear flapping and. Yeah, stuff. sorry. But okay. Yeah, so basically, it's just trying to define who Luke is, and almost try and bring him back down to a level, and he's got the dilemma almost of. He should, who should he, should he help everyone? So there's points where he's kind of, de- I think he debates whether he should help Mariah or not, isn't it? Yeah. And then I think Claire well, or someone. Mariah knows that she's, he's always going to help. Yeah, her. and I think, she, yeah, that's pretty much it. And I think the, the thing is, it doesn't matter if she's a criminal or not, everyone needs help at some point. Mm-hmm. And then you've yeah. also got Misty's little arc as well, where she, she's she's having a dilemma in herself because her ex-mate, can't remember his name. Scoff. Yeah. Um, used to like go to scene crime see, uh, the crime, crime policeman from season one yeah he used to go to crime scenes and basically they knew someone was the the, the plant, villain plant evidence yeah basically. and he used to plant evidence after, after Misty and Misty kind of clocks onto it because like, Misty's like she see, she flashes back to saying and she looked around the whole thing couldn't find anything and then he suddenly find it behind the bed mm. the gun and there was another one where they're sitting down together and he basically goes oh yeah wouldn't it be wouldn't it be just so easy if we go to the evidence room, grab a bag of cocaine and plant it in the house? And there's a bit of silence. And then Misty's like, ha, don't be so silly. And he's, or he goes, oh, he says, yeah, I'm, I'm just joking. joking. Yeah. And she's like, oh, ha, ha. And she, she herself was actually going to um, plant evidence, evidence yeah. um, in the you know, guy Cockroach. So basically, she was basically, just, um, he was beating up his wife again. And she was like, this woman's going to die if I don't like intervene. So her plan was to get... Uh, I don't know what she was... Oh, I think she was gonna... She was stealing a piece of, like, hammer tech or whatever the fuck it was and she was gonna plant it in his apartment so he could get arrested for it. Hammer tech? Oh. I think it was hammer tech, yeah. That relates yeah. to yeah. Iron Man 2. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she does that. She goes... She breaks into his apartment and uh, she's about to plant the evidence but then she literally sees his body and his head been chopped off by, oh. by Bushmaster. 
shit. What, what, what was the reason behind that again? Can't remember. He chopped off loads of people's heads. Yeah. Can't remember why. Sounds like quite a gory series. Yeah, yeah. It's good though. I really and that there's a, like similarities between obviously like um, Bushmaster and Luca got similarish power, so they were fighting and um, it's like Luke. People are t- keep telling. Uh, Luke that he's similar to Bushmaster and like he not having it because obviously like does Bushmaster die at the end of this? No. Oh no. Oh, no. no. Okay, fair enough. No. Interesting. But Bushmaster's got no beef after this though. Right. Okay. Because it's sorted. He. I don't think he wanted his business back. He. Just but does wanted... he get half the profits of the club, or does he just no. want more right? No. Down? They. They. Um. They. He managed. He managed. Basically, he. There was this guy called Piranha who I actually really enjoyed, but he. He. Unfortunately, he does too. Um, the Piranha one that Luke was. Protecting, protecting yeah, 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 he was quite cool. So um, he uh, basically brokered a, a deal which um, got Mariah loads of money, and um, Bushmaster managed to uh, get this guy and force him to give give him all of Mariah's money, basically. But then, so at that point, Mariah was broke, and he had like loads of money. He had the club, he had everything. But um, Mariah's lawyer basically said, <clears throat> basically said. Oh, because he was forced to give it to her, it doesn't count. So all your money's back for now. So, yeah, Bushmaster's got nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Chris, tell us about Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Yes. Um, it's an interesting series. No spoilers, please. Oh, oh yeah, no spoilers. Uh, what are you up to on it? I haven't started. Oh, could you just okay. give us an exact uh, yeah. summary then? Is it good? I thought it was a pretty decent series. Um, Did you I like the first series, though? I like the first series. I think people will pr- uh, like this one more. It's It tells the story not only of Jessica Jones, but also gives a bit of insight into her mate as well. Oh, the blonde Trish. Woman. Yeah. yeah, a little bit more. Uh, why they're mates. A bit of the old old story, like when they're younger a bit as well. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's good. It's good. Okay. Uh, I think it's better than the first season. I don't want to say anything because I usually accidentally slip up and say stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah I think it's fairly decent. I think, I, def- I definitely think you'll like it better than season one. But did you like season one? Yeah, I think, I think the villain of season one was a bit silly. Um, and uh, you've, seen this, you've seen the pictures of David Tennant, haven't you, yeah. on set. I don't, I don't think you'll like that bit. I don't know. We'll, we'll, you'll see. Okay. Well, let's move on to films. Uh, and sticking with superheroes, we watched 14 Years in the Making. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. Oh, yeah. What? The Incredibles 2. Oh, I was like, what film's called 14 Years in the Making? I was like, no, when, when it I has been 14 years in the making. We were 11 years old Jesus when The Incredibles came out. And I remember enjoying it. I haven't actually seen it. I might watch that tonight, in actually. I've seen it. Probably at least a decade. Yeah. But there was obviously a lot of people, a generation, like with Toy Story 3, were hyped about this film. Um, so, it must have made it, it made a killing, didn't it, as well? Yeah, I think this film's already made about 850 million. Um, <laughs> but the first film was very successful. Very, 850 million? Yeah. Shit. Dollars, but very well loved. Still. So it followed the Parr family, who um, who are Mr. Incredible, Elastigirl. Well, um, I mean... You Jack, just... Jack... Dash and Violet. Violet. So they all have super... Well, in the first film, the four main ones have superpowers. Um, They don't think Jack-Jack does. And they kind of... um, It's all about superheroes become illegal because of... The destruction. Destruction that they cause. They face someone called Syndrome. Yeah, oh, and they got lawsuits because they... Oh, because that was it. In the first film, Mr. Incredible saves someone who doesn't want to be saved who's committing suicide... Wow. 
That's dark for yeah. Disney. Do you not do you not remember that? No. Do you remember that, Oops? I barely remember the first film. Oh, so I'm pretty sure the first film is that Incredible Mr. Incredible's battling someone, sees someone jump off a building, saves them and injures them by saving them and then he gets sued because he didn't want to be saved. Right, okay. And then also the destruction because he saved the people on the monorail but the monorail kind of crashed in there and he called destruction by breaking the bridge or the bridge being broken. Right. You, he is a bit clumsy. Yeah. But and That's very much the front yeah. thing for this film, isn't it? So they, they've beaten Syndrome and then right at the end of the first film the Underminer comes up. Yeah, so like after, after Dash Dash allowed to do the race at school yeah they're all watching the crowd and violet's just said to that guy do you want to go on a date and then yeah, and the it picks up comes. literally straight afterwards so yeah. as if nothing is no 14 years haven't passed and they they battle the underminer well no it starts no it starts off with the interview doesn't it doesn't it yeah but i mean yeah, literally yeah. like there's yeah. no time jump um and then this film basically is uh superheroes are illegal but there is one guy um who He's, you know, he he's a big advocate for superheroes, and he is a billionaire and invests a lot of money into, basically proving that superheroes are good and should be made legal again. So he gets Elastigirl as the poster girl for for this campaign and basically films her saving people, but without any destruction. And this means that Mister Incredible has to stay at home and look after the kids, help Dash with his homework, help Violet with her boy troubles. And figure out how to sort out Jack Jack when he's going on his mad. Yeah, so Jack Jack develops out. powers. And well, you know, well, if you have the DVD of the first one, which I did, you'd know that Jack Jack has powers already. I think right at the end of the first yeah, one, yeah, he, he holds Syndrome's got him in and he does all them powers, and then when yeah. Syndrome drops him, he gets sucked up into the plane engine and dies. I need because to watch the first one again. In the first film, when Edna Mole is it Edna Mole? Mode. Mode. Is it Mode? Cool. Edna Mode is designing Mr. Incredible suit. Mr. Incredible says, what about a cape? And she says, no capes. And she does the and she does the flashback of all the superheroes who've had capes and oh, the yeah, reasons why they bit. died. And one person gets sucked in a plane, one person gets strangled, and the other person... I can't remember what the other thing was. Yeah. But, yeah, so she says, no capes. And then that's, when Sin- that's how Syndrome dies, because he gets um, sucked up into the plane engine. Fair enough. Yeah. But what did we think of this film, then? 14 years in, in the... Waiting, did it live up to our expectations? I really enjoyed it, personally. Yeah? Um, I actually, it's a thing, like... Because it's, it's like a... Um, it's like an animated, animated film. Like, I don't know why. I feel like maybe I should maybe enjoy it a bit less. But probably because I'm, like, I'm, I'm a grown adult now. Yeah. But then, obviously, yeah. when I'm in the film, I'm sitting there and I'm... Be- my face is beaming with a smile for, like, two hours of the film. And, like, I, just, I thought it was really good. Um, I thought the action was pretty decent. Um, I thought, I guessed, who... Where the twist was coming, but I got it. I got it wrong. So oh, fair. who did you? Well, no, I thought it was um the brother. I thought it was the brother be. as well. Oh, was be... I th- yeah, I thought it was the sister. Yeah. But... So fair play to them for that. Um, I thought pretty much all the comedy hit pretty well. Like everything with Jack Jack was just yeah, yeah. hilarious. Um, and also with uh, Edna, what's her name? Edna, Edna Mode. Mo. She was she was She's joked, man. Yeah. So, so yeah, I thought it was really really good really good film. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Ooh. Cool. Chris. Eight point five. Eight point five. Yeah, I thought it was. I oh, mate, I thought it was sick. The only, the only downfall is probably that we didn't see more of the uh, Underminer, really. Yeah. And, um... Because he's still about... Yeah, about I do him. think Jack-Jack maybe had maybe one too many powers, but that was the fun, that was the fun, fun of it, really, yeah. wasn't it? And I feel I would have liked to see a bit more Frozone, maybe. 
Yeah, I felt Frozone was sidelined a lot. But he wasn't really in it in the last one, was he? So he's both, no. I think he's in this one a lot more than he was in the last one. Okay. But um, And another thing, although it was funny, I thought the superheroes they got in to make Mr... Miss, uh, Mrs... No, Girl, sorry. Why do I think she was Mrs. Elastic? Elastigirl to make her feel better because she's got all these superheroes, like, there... They got some really shit ones in, didn't they? Like, mm. the guy who got gastric... Reflux, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was just like... But it's funny, though, isn't it? That's the thing, isn't it? So, but it was a really good film, actually. I, I thought loved, it was really good. Jack, Jack and Raccoon fight was pretty jokes as well. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was really good. I thought the animation was good. I thought, I thought the... I thought it was actually quite topical. Very modern, yes. And I think when you talk about... You don't think, you know, there's maybe a... Oh, we shouldn't enjoy animation because we're older, but... I feel like the reason Pixar works is because it works on all levels. Like, for children, you've got... They just look at it, it's colourful and it's funny. But for us, you've got, like, the commentary about... So, the main villain in this is called the Screen Slaver, which is where, because the society is addicted to screen so much that that people can get hypnotised through it. And so, it's quite, like, quite a prescient kind Mm. of topic, you know, that we all are attached to... Oh, we are attached to our screens and you know if someone could hack you know I don't think it's too far of a leap mm. that this technology could be developed see this is why I like going to festivals because I try to use my phone as little as possible when I'm at a festival anyway, sorry carry on I was, <laughs> was going to say along with the topical thing it's also kind of like the role reversal of yeah. stay yeah. home I, dad and the mum going to work that sort of thing see one I think that works because it was kind of on the same level as the old film like he was going off in secret although but this one we knew about but mm. it, she had to be a bit Hush hush about it because it was illegal. Mm. I do, yeah, agree. I think it's really good. Like they did, and they, I think they got it spot on. Really, though, it's they showed the difficulties of being a parent, especially not to one child but three. Yeah. And, and a female case, villain as well. You don't see many female villains. True. That but, I can think of. But she's only a villain at the end. If that makes sense. Like we didn't know it was well, a female yeah. villain until the end. Yeah. Which is there's nothing wrong with that as well. A bit of amb- 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 ambiguity. Yeah. yeah. I feel I thought the film was very good. I feel like compared to recent Pixar films like Coco and Inside Out, it didn't have for me the emotional heft which did it need it though? No, I don't th- I don't think it necessarily did. Um which maybe I'm being a bit harsh on it, but I kind of always, I f- kind of always associate Pixar with like an emotional you know, because the thing is, I think I think the way you got to look at this film though is that that Mister Incredible was having a difficult time, but he was trying yeah. to suck up his pride so his wife could do what she loved. Yeah, I mean, and it, take different the role that I suppose society makes when it shouldn't a woman looking after the children, and he's doing it, mm. and he's struggling, and it's showing what yeah, yeah. society is like is a struggle to have kids. And then he's stressed out, isn't he? And he needs time off. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. Um, yeah. But I did really enjoy it. I thought the animation beforehand, Bow, was shit. Like, normally they're little five-minute... The little short film before. I thought oh. it was... I liked it. The little dumpling thing. Yeah, like, I thought, I thought, I thought dumpling right. comes to life and then she eats it. And then... Yeah. It, I thought it was okay. Oh, nah. Metaphorical. They've had some much better ones than that. Um, that's, but, the first, that's the only one I've ever seen. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they've got one before... They've got one called Lava, was which was really good. Movie, and then there's one which was about a little seagull, which pecks and I'm is sorry. scared of the water. That was really good. But <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, it was a really good film. I would yeah. thoroughly recommend and, it. And they showed a bit of like role model. It's like kind of, again, it's a syndrome 
as a kid, really idolised Mr. Incredible and he kind of dismissed him. And in this one, uh, the Warp girl, is it Warp? Void, yeah. Void, really idolised. And she didn't dismiss it. She was just a bit, like, yeah. overwhelmed by it almost. I did think, is is Elastigirl going to power off and then Void going to come, like, yeah. evil? But mm. Do we reckon there'll be a third or do you think they should just leave I think it? They'll, be a third. they'll 100% will be a third. And if, to be fair, they could just carry on. Just make a new villain every time. It's just uh, the deeper meaning behind it, whether it can continue. Yeah. I suppose and one of the films in the future could be one of the kids being a villain. Yeah. I kind of think they need to keep Jack-Jack as a kid. Mm. I think as an adult with all those superpowers, it'd be too much. But like someone who can't control them, it just that has that comedy value. True. Um, I would like to see... I was, uh, oh, they probably won't do it, but if they did like a film or a TV show where they show like uh, the superheroes when they're originally got banned and they had to go underground I'd quite like to say mm. something about that yeah that'd be quite good maybe on like Disney XD or mm. something um, it's pretty deep as well the fact that the granddad really liked superheroes and he got killed yeah as well mm. so actually, when you talk about it like that it's actually quite a dark mate the first one now I've said it the first one was pretty bloody dark you know yeah for a universal yeah yeah. And um, if you think about it in the, in the first film Syndrome's t- trying to terminate all the heroes as well it's true is he called Syndrome because he has, like, why is he called Syndrome? I don't know. Oh, okay. Fair I enough. Know. I think he does say it in the film, though. Okay. I wasn't sure if maybe, like, I don't, I don't remember the first film, so did he have, like, Down Syndrome? I think so. Okay. Because I thought that'd be a pretty harsh name to give him. Um, I, what else have I seen recently? I've seen The First Purge. It was probably the oldest film that I've seen that I haven't talked about. Um, so this is the fourth in the Purge franchise, which has been very successful for Blumhouse. Um, so the Purge is basically every year in America, they have 12 hours of legalized crime, essentially. Mm. Any, all crime is legal, including murder. Except for higher authorities, fire people, isn't it? You can't murder presidents and stuff, can you? Yeah, but then, you know, it's... Yeah, so there there are some rules to it, like you can't have certain weapons, but mostly all crime is legal. Um, and then it reduced, it massively reduced the crime for the rest of the year because people. Yeah, get out so of the, the idea is that people it'd be a form of catharsis. People get everything out of their system, and then won't need to commit crimes for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first film was very much like a home invasion kind of horror, and. And then slowly throughout the franchise, they've expanded the scope of it. So the second one was called Anarchy. You saw about on the streets a bit more. And how and people sold themselves to get give up their debts and stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, and then the third one is Election Year. So it was, uh, I get a bit more political. Um, about trying to stop it, wasn't it? Yeah, so it's like people trying to stop the purge happening. Um, and like a, a political level. And then the fourth one is called The First Purge. So it takes us back to when they're having a trial, which was basically just on Long Island in New York. So they're having like a trial of how the purge would work. Um, and again, it was very political. There's political overtones in the sense that it was the mainly African-American, mainly lower classes that they basically wanted to exterminate to get rid of, like, poverty. So they were like, oh, yeah, if we have them all turn on one another, it will end the drug war, it will end... We won't need to pay out in social security for all of these people. Um, so it's a form of, like, genocide. Did, did, any, did, did they, they show that people would fly over? 
Was it not? Was it not public knowledge that they were trialing this? It was public knowledge, but um, basically people had to volunteer for it. Uh, no, they didn't have to volunteer for it. They could. Yes, they did. So they had to. So basically, it was on this whole island. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted to participate actively, mm-hmm. so you wanted to commit crimes, mm-hmm. you had to sign up. You would get a bit of money. And you would wear certain contact lenses that would record everything. So they wanted to analyse the data and everything. Oh, wow. um, so if you're actively participating, you had to wear these contact lenses. Um, and they basically say, like, oh, yeah, if you murder someone, we'll give you an extra 5,000. Or, you oh, know, no. so it was, it was trying to, they were trying to incite this class, war. into class war. Um, so that was, it's was, it was quite interesting. But for me, I feel it was probably the weakest of the four in the sense that it's called the first purge, but... You don't actually really understand that. They don't delve much into why America has got to this point. So they have like brief news clippings. It's like, oh, you know, unemployment's at an all-time high, blah, blah, blah. But it basically just goes straight into like, oh, yeah, this is, we're doing a purge. Like, you don't, I thought you would see a bit more debate as to, oh, yeah, this would be a good idea, blah, blah, blah. So I think the first purge is a bit of a misnomer. Um... I was kind of expecting a bit more background and a bit more understanding. And also, they kind of set up a, a lot of good ideas within this film, but because there's so many of them, they don't ever have enough time to explore them. So they have uh, a kind of... There's a main drug dealer, and then there's another guy who, want, who wants to use the purge to claim his turf, like mm. this old guy, this, the, the, the drug dealer's turf. Then you've got the... There's a... Uh, a woman who is very active in the community, active in the church, and she is the ex-girlfriend of the drug dealer, and she's like trying to help everyone, trying to say pe- make the church a safe place, but also stop her ex-boyfriend from being a drug dealer and from participating. And then there's another one where this girl's brother, um, he's like high school student, very good at grades, but because of the lack of opportunities for him, he turns to selling drugs. And then he gets um, mugged by this crazy guy um, and he wants to use the purge to kill him. So there's all these like quite good ideas, but they just don't ever have enough time to explore them. Like the, guy, so the, the, the boy who gets mugged comes face to face with the guy that he wants to hurt. And then, and then he, he decides not to shoot him. And then that is the last of it. And then like the drug deal, the one guy tries to, kill the the incumbent drug dealer that gets dealt with very quickly and not heard of again the the crazy guy um who mugs the brother he wants to basically just kill loads of people and he's got this like glove with like syringes on and i was thinking oh that's going to be cool later like what's it got drugs in what's it got in it never uses it Mm. and he basically disappears for half of the film comes back right at the end and gets killed so there's all these like ideas which, if they included one or two of them, like if the whole film was about a drug war, or the whole film was about, I don't know, yeah, this guy stopping this crazy guy from going too much, it would have been quite a good film, but they were just like, it's like people sat around a table, it was like, what do you want to do in this film? Oh, we'll have drug war, okay, what about you? Oh, crazy guy with needles, okay, what about you? You know, family drama. And they just put all of it in together, yeah. and it didn't, for me, it didn't work. Um, and also, I kind of feel like, for, this is going to sound really macabre but the deaths throughout these this franchise are quite the similar it's just people being stabbed i bought i kind of want more inventive deaths because it just gets a bit it's just horrible it gets boring mm. it's kind of like you want to see 
something a bit different. Mm. Um, One of almost Vince Vaughn-esque killing, yeah? Vince... Oh, what in... Oh, God, that was brutal. Oh, but... Yeah. Um, and also, there wasn't too much focus on the actual um, political side of it within the film. So it's all about the new founding fathers. They're the new party. They're not Democrat. They're not Republican. Mm. And they're like, yeah, we're pushing the purge. And there wasn't there wasn't much focus on how how it's affecting their party, how other people are viewing it. So I feel like it was a good idea, but they didn't execute it very well. Mm. Um, but you know, they they make these films for so. Are they cheap. making a TV series? Apparently. Because that would be a good idea, I think. If they made it 24-esque. Yeah, I think that's Didn't a really good idea. You said it, I absolutely... It's a really, yeah. That's yeah. a really good yeah. idea. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was fine, but... Could have been better. Could have been better. But you you kind of know what you're getting with these. Um, they try and... I think the more they try and expand the scope of the purge... Like, it started off one house, then it was the streets, then it was, the you know, politics. It, I think the more they expand it, the less grasp they have on what actually made the films good in the first place purging a prison yeah well just like I don't know just I want to see about people who I don't know because it's all about people who don't want to participate but end up participating what about following someone who actually really wants to actively participate or I don't know but yeah (laughs) they might make a fifth one it wouldn't surprise me thank you should we talk about Tao Talk us through it. You you said to us, let's watch one of these two films, one yeah. of which was Tao. I decided to watch Tao. Uh, regret- I the tra- 90 did minutes. Watch, did you watch the trailer? No, but oh. no, 90 minutes later, I was, I was regretting it. <laughs> I thought the trailer looked alright, so yeah, I did suggest it to uh, to all of you. And um, I watched, I think I'd watched half of it, um, and yeah, at which point you'd watch the whole thing, and you were like, yeah, you were like, shit. And I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, so this film is about a girl who gets kidnapped by a billionaire who is basically trying to produce an AI, um, and is trying to enhance it to the point where it has emotional intelligence, um, by which he, he does that by, um... He implants a chip into humans' back of skulls, and, and, yeah, yeah, it kind of gets data from that by putting them in, making them do tests. Yeah. And And he, like, kills them and stuff. Uh, so... First thing I wanted to ask is, why do we need artificial intelligence to be emotionally intelligent? What's wrong with just, with just like you know, knowing shit? <laughs> why do you have to be emotionally intelligent? Yeah, that whole plot point was quite vague because mm. you got like a board meeting. They're like, oh, where's the project coming along? He's like, it's almost there. Yeah. But there's no actual, from what I can remember, explanation as to why this project is important. Yeah. Yeah, and like he has this version of the artificial intelligence called Tao yeah. in his house mm. and so basically this film starts off it kind of looks like it's going to be the, sorry 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 this is the quickest I have ever been introduced into a plot inverted commas of a film ever it was ludicrous carry on yeah so within, <laughs> so you see a shot it kind of looks like it would be futuristic or like neo futuristic mm. and it's like bright neon colours we follow, what's her name, Julie? Julia. Julia. She steals people and sells their stuff for a living and then gets kidnapped. This happens in about a minute Literally. of the film. And then she's being experimented on to an extent. She's with other people 
who have also been kidnapped. And then she finds a plot, she finds a way to break out of their cage and ends up destroying the entire building. And then, and then the, the, other, other two the other two get killed. Black guy does first, surprise. I literally, I was like, oh my God, please don't. And he does. <laughs> And then, yeah, it was... A that nine, was 10 minutes in. 10 minutes in. All this shit happens. Quite like... <laughs> it was ludicrous. It was fairly all right action. And then from that point, literally nothing happened. Yeah. So she gets, like, tied up. And he's like, you got to do this for me or I'm going to hurt you. And she's like, I'm not going to do that. He's like, I'm going to hurt you. She's like, I'm still not going to do it. Mm. Does he hurt her? No. So she does some of these tests. And then she starts talking to Tao, the, the artificial intelligence... And then basically, like... They, like, kind of find form a connection. Yeah, because it's like... She, he calls her, what is it? Um, item 3 or something. Um, subject 3. Subject 3. And she's like, I'm not a subject, I'm a human. Just like Alex, who's the kidnapper. Yeah, exactly. yeah exactly. I'm a And then Tao's like... My person. Am I a person? And she's like, yeah. It's Gary Oldman, by the way. Of course you are, Tao. And, and then, like... And then she kind of, yeah, forms this bond and gets Tao to kind of open certain passageways and... Conceal certain things from Alex, so she can try and find a way out. To yeah, escape. and I just thought, it's fucking bullshit. Was it all? Like, a, was it all a test? Yeah. No. no wasn't. But like, so a lot of the film is just her talking to the You're wall. You're not impressed, though. It was really bad. It was really bad. She talks to the wall a lot, um, mm. and also like I feel like, like considering wall. because Tao is on the wall, like <laughs> it's like a smart wall. Yeah. Considering Alex has built this, and they, they make a point of Tal being like, "I can't hurt my maker," yeah. and she's like, "Yeah, you can," but very he, he it doesn't take much convincing for Tal to be like, "Oh yeah, I'm just gonna betray my, my maker and this do what, this." It was, it was ludicrous. And like, I know they oh. were trying to be quite deep and philosophical with like, "What is it to be a person?" Yeah. But it's just, it was just bullshit. Let me tell you the stupidest thing in this film. Yeah. Right, so she manages to convince Tal to let her find a way out. Yeah. Um, and it's through like some air vent thing, and she climbs up this thing. Goes, oh mate! She, oh mate! She climbs up this thing and gets to the air vent. Tao stops the vent from thing it's some from uh, spinning, so she can go through. At which point, Alex has walked through the door, and she's like, "He's like, where's subject three? Where's Julia?" Da, da, da. And oh, he does this thing where <laughs> yeah, where ta- yeah, he he hurts Tao and he tortures the, yeah, the AI by erasing his memory, and he's like, "No, Alex, please!" Oh. <laughs> That was dumb. So bad. As if a computer... Like, so he wants emotional intelligence. Surely the computer being hurt by part of its code being deleted is probably what he wants. Well, yeah. But he's like, oh, no, please, it really hurts for yeah. you to delete my code. Fuck it off. fucking ridiculous. And so, yeah, we're still, I think we're supposed to feel sorry for Tao, yeah? And basically, <laughs> Tao's like, no, stop. And he's like calling, like calling Julia's name. He's like, Julia. And Julia hears him. She's about to escape. And she decides to risk her life to go back and save a fucking computer. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I thought it was absolutely ludicrous. And she got back and she basically almost got herself killed. Obviously, she didn't. Yeah. It was always, it was always... And then the whole house explodes. Yeah. But then she manages to keep a part of Tao on this like yeah. small almost, orb thing. Almost. Um, and Alex does. What's the esque? Um, that robot film that was made not too long ago with the woman Rogue One and. Ex Machina. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But. Ace Mackin is much better than this. Like, cause kind of when it ended, I was like, "What was the actual point of this film? Yeah. What was it telling me? What was it trying to evoke?" Like, yeah. I was just like, it was like silly. It was so it was, boring. It was the acting silly. wasn't very good. Like the plot, there was barely any action in it. Like it was just. So I thought the basis for the film was all right, but I just feel like it could have it could have been a lot better than it was. Well, kind of feel like they ran out of money. They were like, yeah, "Oh yeah, we have this 
cool explosion nine minutes in, and then they're like, oh shit, we used all our money, we'll just keep her in the house. Yeah, the robot thing, the tower robot thing looked kind of crappy as well. Like, yeah, it kind of, it's kind just of like an upside down triangle. Yeah, kind of cheap. Um, yeah, not a great film. Not a great film. Not a great film at all. Um, I also watched a, a horror film. Well, actually, I don't know what the fuck called it a horror film. It's called The Secret of Marrowbone, which came out uh, a few days ago. It's basically. I don't even know. I don't know how to describe it. It's part World War Two drama, mm-hmm. like love drama. It's part horror film, part psychological thriller. It's about this group of siblings um, who moved to New York from England uh, with their mother to her old family home to escape their abusive father. And so there's four of them. There's uh, the guy who who's um, he's in uh, Stranger Things um, and there's a couple of other famous people Anya Taylor-Joy who's in Split and stuff uh, basically their mother dies but the older brother or the oldest is not 21 yet so he can't actually inherit the house um, is it 21 in America? yeah well, I guess oh, for the purposes of yeah oh, okay. I mean it's set in like the 60s or 50s or something so anyway he can't so they have to pretend that his mother's still alive. And they've got lawyers coming around and being like, oh, you know, we need to sign this document. And so they're like forging it and stuff. And all the time, there's like this sense of unease because they've got all the mirrors covered. They've got like a part, a part of the um, staircase up to the attic is concrete up. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the, the little boy, so there's three boys and one girl, and the youngest boy is scared of the mirror. And when he looks, there's at one point, the the blanket falls off the mirror and the mirror image of him starts doing some weird stuff. So I was like, ooh, okay, this looks quite cool. Um, And then slowly you find more and more out about what their father did. He used to be, he was a serial killer. And then he kind of finds them and and then it cut so long story short it turns out that the father finds them and so you see a version of that quite early on and then it's revealed uh, that you, you can't be misled a bit mm-hmm. so i don't know how to explain this very well i'm sorry but so basically the father comes and has killed three of the siblings but the eldest was so distraught by that that he has his mind has fragmented and he takes on all of their personalities and he sees them as visions so so every time throughout the whole film when you've seen all these interactions it's actually been him and this one girl who's in love with him like figures it out and then you kind of see how the actual story unfolds so it's quite a good twist i did see it coming but um so, because yeah, you kind of feel like he's killed his father and it's the father's body that's up in the attic, um, but it's his siblings and his father is actually still alive and they have to, there's a final showdown. But it was just it was just odd in tone because there was very few frightening or horrific bits. So there's a bit in the mirror and, uh, and then there's also like a few times where you see a hand and things like that. But for the rest of the tone, it was very kind of like period setting and about the love story between the eldest boy and this girl and also like part family drama about you know the lawyer trying to take the house from them so it was it was a bit odd 
I wasn't sure whether they were trying to go for horror or go for psychological thriller or what. It didn't seem to be one or another. But I quite enjoyed the film. But I did also guess the twist very, very early on. Because there's a point where it's only the eldest brother who encounters anybody outside the family. And there are points when all three children uh, or of his siblings will like emerge from the shadows after he's spoken to someone and be like, oh, what did he say? Or, you know, what does this mean? And I was like... Well, the only reason that they'll be hiding or not uh, being allowed to leave is either that they're ghosts mm. or, you know, that they are dead or, or something. So I kind of guessed that. But the way that the film constructs its narrative, I wasn't disappointed that I'd guessed it because it, it works. Because mm. you're kind of like, actually, yeah, that's quite a good twist. So I would recommend watching Secret Marabone. It's uh, somewhat of a horror, but it's not particularly scary. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I can't believe we're nearly at two hour mark. Good effort. We haven't done one in a while. We keep uh, saying that, but... <laughs> two weeks ago. Two weeks has been yeah, a few films, lots of trailers. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you got anything else you want to mention? You've seen Ocean's 8? Yeah. How was that? Good, bad, ugly. It was okay. <laughs> it was alright. Um, it was like a typical heist film, I guess. Everything kind of went exactly to plan, which was a bit like, you know bit shit I thought kind of something would kind of like go wrong yeah. <laughs> I have heard middle. that criticism yeah. that there's no kind of peril yeah it's kind of like all good oh really I mean it's pretty well thought out plan so I mean yeah. well done to them you know but yeah it was it was decent um, I mean Rihanna was in it that's always nice you know seeing Rihanna yeah and um it's kind of a bit like Logan Lucky I watched that film and I was like well there was no point where I didn't think you were going to yeah. pull off this heist mm. but so this is basically Ocean's 11, 12, 13, but with women. Yeah. Does it... Does She's it, the is brother. It, is it, She's the sister of the guy. Is it basically the same film, but with just women? Or do they actually add anything you new? Is there any... I haven't seen the... Oh, okay. With the men in it. Because I'm just wondering, because... I know it's well, all fair and good. Well, 11 and 12, there is issues with their plan, isn't there? Yeah. It didn't go to plan. But I kind of feel like, the, you know, the female Ghostbusters, it was basically Ghostbusters, but with women. Like, oh, I kind of think... Day? I don't... There's no problem with creating, like, female versions of predominantly male things but I feel like unless they're adding something or saying something about you know women mm. as con men or, or con sorry con women mm. con people like otherwise it's just kind of like well why are you I don't know it just seems a bit pointless they could mm. surely there are narratives with women in it mainly women like bridesmaids that could work like bridesmaids was basically a female hangover but that worked because it was about bridesmaids and it mm. wasn't just about Going to Vegas and getting trashed. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, by no means am I saying it's a bad film. Like, it's an okay film. Like, but I wouldn't go out my way to go and watch it's it. It's just again. a bit meh. It's very meh. Okay. Yeah. Ghostbusters, <laughs> really bad film. Yeah. So, you'd give it a what, sir? Six. Maybe five and a half, six. Do you want to talk about Power, Last Chance You? Um, a couple of times talk about Last Chance You because I've only watched one episode. Power, season five started, I think three episodes in now, maybe four episodes in. Um, Basically, basically, the family. Oh, okay. No, go, 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 Talk about it as much as you want. Well, the family is dealing with a very significant death, and it's affecting everyone in a in a various different ways. Um, Ghost has started. Uh, I think I think before the series started, I'm not sure, but I was saying this to someone the other day. I think before the series started, he was a recovering alcoholic. So and he's basically he's drinking all the time now. Like he's drinking in the. In, Ghost is the one with a fit wife, isn't it? He's the main character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's yeah, he's just drinking all the time now. He's going off the rails. He he 
as a way to try and cope, he basically stabbed someone in virtually, maybe not broad daylight, but in a very obvious, you know, setting. Um, and he's kind of, that's how he's coping with this person's death. By stabbing people? Yeah. Sweet. So, yeah, and then he got 50 Cent. Um, his character's Kanan, and he's trying to, like, worm his way back into, like, the, the, the group, basically, to try and, you know, get his slice of the pie with the drugs. And then you've got this character, Dre, who we hate, and he's just he's just a cunt. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I can't stand him. He's just like he keeps he keeps going against the grain, and he's he's so slimy and wormy. He's just like, oh, he's so jarring. And yeah, I think the aim of the season is to try and, is for them to try and kill Dre. Basically, okay. he, he's just a he's just a prick, and Tariq's a prick as well. So. Fuck Tariq, fuck Dre. Is Fifty Cent a good actor? <laughs> just Fifty Cent playing Fifty Cent. I'm not gonna lie. It's just him. It's just him being him. Like. There was beef between him and um. Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. They hate so. each other. They, they don't like I thought they made up with each other. I don't think so. <laughs> when he was taking out the piss of Floyd Mayweather because Floyd Mayweather can barely read. Oh, really? Can't, can't yeah. Either. He's like very illiterate. Yeah. He was saying, like, I think it was when everyone was doing like the um, ice bucket challenge. He was like, he added Floyd Mayweather. was like, if you can read one chapter of a Harry Potter book, I would send 50 grand to the ALS or whatever, whatever. <laughs> I was cracking up. And then he, he um, at the end of it, he... Uh, put a uh, voice recording of Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather reading like a promo thing and he can literally barely string a couple of sentences together. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was really bad. Yeah, Floyd Mayweather is worth so much money yeah, he doesn't thing, need like, to Yeah, do you know what I mean? Money's money. So, I, I wouldn't mind having all that money if I could not be able to read. And yeah. you see uh, Conor McGregor's Instagram post. Something with Putin in it, was it? No? no, the latest one is basically him just in his box with a boner. Fair enough. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. That's right. Just to anyone... Be warned, don't look at Conor McGregor's. Or do if you want, if that's what you like. <laughs> <laughs> any, any, any film or TV related things you want to talk about? Uh, I started watching Preacher. What's that then? <sighs> that's a good question. It's about... Oh, do you know what? Nah, it's for another day. Let me watch one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't that is a glowing endorsement yeah. from Chris. I did, I'll tell you what, actually. <laughs> I, I started watching also a TV series called The Tick. Mm. Well, I don't know if you ever watched the cartoon. I've seen, like, five minutes of that. Yeah. Mm. Um, I can't remember the cartoon or the guy in the suit when I was younger, but it's basically based on this guy who thinks he's basically insane. Imagining this guy in a blue suit dressed as a tick. And he's not imagining it. It's real, and the tick's got superpowers, and he basically wants to recruit this guy to be his psychic or person to fight crime with. Okay. That's pretty much what happens in the first episode. That sounds interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. And Sneaky Pete, that's got like season two going. Need to catch up on that as well. Lots to catch up on. Lots to watch, lots to do. Yeah. Lots to not see. that many films coming out though. I want to watch Mission Impossible. Impossible. It looks quite good, although I've not seen Mate, any of the previous it's meant to five. be the best one. Yeah. And other, other than that, I'm not What's really... What's this yeah, but it's not even in... It was in no, cinema in Beckham for like three days. Apparently it's not like great either. Yeah, it's The Rock though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I'm not bothered about seeing Mamma Mia. No. Apparently it's better than the first. <laughs> Don't care. Okay. Don't care. Anyway, thank you for listening to episode 56. Please do follow us on Twitter at YCPodcast17. Follow We're me on Letterboxd. On Letterboxd? What's your Letterboxd thing? I think it's OB1410. Or OB14. Can you just write... So on that, can you just write any movie you want? Yeah. I might do that. I might do Sounds that. Sounds good. Well. We should do that. I yeah. mean, tweet it on our on our channels. 
That's a good idea, Roby. Um, We're on Facebook uh, under Your Average Critics. We're also on SoundCloud, iTunes and Instagram, although we're not particularly active on any social media channels. That is is our own problem. Um, So we do apologise for that, but we do thank you. we've lost a margin of our our, uh, our team. Well, we well they didn't they never post anything. Yeah, I was gonna say that on them. What the hell? Well, we do we do appreciate you listening, and we are very grateful for that. So please do tweet us any comments, questions, topics for us to tell us some movies to watch as well, and we'll watch them yeah. exactly or review them, and then tune in uh, next time. Or Thank tell you. you why you're wrong. All right.